Grab my junior, honey. Tonight on ABC, it's an all-new season of Dancing with the Injured Stars, featuring a cast of celebrities like TV host Nancy O'Dell. Ow! My knee! Ow! Football great Lawrence Taylor. Oh, man, I haven't seen anything that nasty since I ended Joe Theismann's career. Dancing with the Injured Stars also features folksy pop star Jewel. Ouch! My legs! My legs! And Jackass star Steve-O. <laughs> cool, man. Her legs are as messed up as her teeth. <laughs> Plus a cast of other potential C-list victims on the new season of Dancing with the Injured Stars. Oh, my God. Wait till you hear this email from Baron Fitz. Our website's down, by the way. Right. Eric's uh, on top of it. Dow's up 64 points. Here we are. Happy Tuesday. So right before the show starts, so your buddy uh, sends me an email. Oh, I ran out of time. I'll call you later. Don't call me. I'll call you, okay? Just get out of my face. Viren Fitz says, one of the name of Neil God is going on over there. I was rushing home to meet Flea's wife and flipped on QAM around 7.15 last night. I was expecting to hear the super compelling Kimbo, but to my shock and sudden limpness, Defoe was on the air doing a boxing show complete with his own spots during the commercials. Is he back at QAM, or is that wanker somehow syndicated? Please explain this, Mr. Assistant Program Director. I have no idea what that guy's talking about. Wow. Defoe was on last night? I have no idea what he's Doing talking about. Doing a boxing show? Not on this station. No. He must have been on 640 and not 560. Check your radio, Baron Fitz. you got some real uh, difficulties on it. Yeah, keep sending me text messages, uh, Jolly Joe. That's for you. Little one. So what are we going to do without our uh, website? I'm not sure, but I have faith in Eric. Eric says he can't uh, get into the thing, but uh, he's making some calls and bada beep, bada boop, bada bop, and like that. It was working fine earlier this morning, and then all of a sudden, just crapped out. Yeah, I just tried it again. I got nothing. No, I, I still get nothing. And no further update from Eric. Although I guess Eric can hear us. I don't know. Is the streaming working? Do we? How do we know that? Well, the streaming would be working on WQAM.com, but I doubt it would be working on NeilRoger.com since the well, site No, because nobody can get on it. Right. He said he was going to text me as soon as it's back up. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, boy, Eric. You're doing it. So I can't give you the poll result. I can tell you what the poll is. Well, let's, let's take it one step at a time, okay? More technical defugalies. Your buddy ran out of time yesterday. Well, good. I hope he runs out of time today. He's out of time with me. Uh, let's see. We didn't do the... Um, it's about uh, one-hit wonders. I'm digging back into the archives and bringing back some of the oldie moldies. Which one of these one-hit wonders was the best? Wall of Voodoo by Mexican Radio won the first time we did this many uh, years ago. Really? Or whenever, huh? Really? That's surprising. Why? I mean, I like the song, but that's a surprising song to win that. I don't even know the song. And you could play it if you had the uh, stuff there, but you don't. You have it? No, but I still might be able to play it. Off the internets? Yep. Precious and Few, Climax. Alicia Bridges, I Love the Nightlife. Tony Basil, Mickey, Mickey. Oh, that's such a nasty song. That's so bad. Anyway, so that's the deal. One Hit Wonders. I can't tell you how the uh, current standings are because we don't have our website. Really bad. So the studio's almost done. That's what you told me. 
Yep. Is that Wall of Duty? This is it. And Mexican radio? Yep. Well, what does that mean? in first place or close to it again this time. That is time surprising. Why? It's just, I don't think ever that great of a song, really. Or that big of a hit. Right. I never heard of it. Okay, here's the poll result from yesterday. At least we got that. 761 vote. Which of these is the most compelling radio? Neil Randing and Raving, 623. Dan Marino, 26. At least Danny Boy slipped into second place, edging out Ira Windbag with 22. And Stormcats, Stormy, right. had 21 votes. Oh, yes, yeah, Stormy. Bino Cook, 16. NFL Draft, 14. Drew Rosenhaus Schwartz, 9. Fantasy Sports, 8. Mark the Jets fan, 8. Richie from Boarshead, 8. And Jerk Jerk Street, still holding up the ass end. Last place with only six votes. Jerk Jerk Street. They hate him like poison. And rightfully so. He's not compelling. Not nearly as compelling as Stormcat. Jerk had six votes. Stormy had 21. What does that tell you? Do we think we have any dots on the phone here? We don't. No, not yet, but soon. Well, what, what does that mean? I don't know. That's what they keep telling me. Every day you, you folks keep telling me, oh, well, the studio's almost done, and soon the phone's going to come back and all this other crap, and nothing happens. They were working on the studio yesterday, though. I, I witnessed it. Really? What were they doing? I don't know. Potchking around? Potchking around. There you go. That's exactly right. I believe it. I'm looking at my Outlook Express. At least that works. If, if that wasn't working, we'd be out of business. We'd be finito. And quite frankly, I think we are finito when you come right down to it. That was up 55 points. I don't think that thing's going to come back up anytime soon. Because usually Eric will say, well, the server is down and I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and bing, you know, it'll come right back up. Mm -hmm. Not today. He says, I can't get into the machine, the machine, man. Dade prosecutor charged with punching pizza delivery woman. This is not good. <laughs> For Dade County prosecutor David Howard. Boy, what, what do you got if you turn his name around? Do, 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 do. David Howard at Domino's Pizza accomplished what courtroom outburst and a whistleblower lawsuit against his own boss could not. It got him temporarily thrown off the job. Howard, 54, was suspended without pay yesterday after he was accused of punching a tardy pizza delivery woman trying to deliver a pie to his Miami Beach condo. According to Miami Beach Police, officers on Saturday found Howard standing next to the car of pizza woman Eudiscius Rodriguez de Armas, who was locked inside, shaking and in tears. He was charged with misdemeanor battery and signed papers promising to appear in court. To avoid a conflict, the Dade State Attorney's Office has asked the governor to appoint a prosecutor from another county to handle his prosecution <laughs> for punching a pizza delivery lady. Howard was in the news after he filed a federal lawsuit last fall against his bosses, claiming he was unfairly suspended for posting on the Internet an internal memo detailing his misgivings about a fatal police shooting. Reached by email on Monday, Howard said, I'm sorry, but I can't comment under these circumstances. His lawyer, Alan Kaiser, declined to comment on the case. He did say, at this point, I'm wondering where his pizza is. He never got his pizza. Well, his name is David Howard. You know who probably intercepted it. Do, 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 do. Howard David. Pizza thief. Cop, 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 cop. According to Miami Beach Police reports, this is what happened. Howard ordered a pizza Saturday night. When Rodriguez arrived, she called Howard's cell phone because she couldn't get into his gated condo building. 
from the balcony, Howard began yelling at her, she told police. She speaks Spanish, didn't understand Howard. No speaky English. Oh, boy. Not another one of those deals. Howard came downstairs and knocked off Rodriguez's domino visor, then punched her in the arm, leaving a bright red mark, the report said. <laughs> at least he didn't punch her in the head. A neighbor, roused by the commotion, witnessed the battery, the report said. Howard admitted hitting Rodriguez, but only after she struck him with her cell phone. When Howard stepped in front of her car, he claimed Rodriguez drove it toward him, tapping his thigh. These cases always are disappointing anytime anyone, support staff, or lawyers in this office engage in this behavior that violates the law, State Attorney Catherine Fernandez-Rundle said Monday, declining further comment. How do you like that? That is State crazy. prosecutor smacks a, a pizza delivery broad, who no speaking English. I guess maybe that'll teach her to go learn English. Wouldn't that be a good idea? <laughs> I guess. I mean, no, don't you think that if you're going to be delivering pizzas to uh, random people in South Florida that you might maybe knowing English might be one of the prerequisites for uh, being able to do that? Well, I would think if you can get a driver's license in the state of Florida, you should be able to have to speak English. But you're wrong. Yes, I am. You don't have to hear. No speak English, Chinese, Chinese, driving all over the place. Uh, we're still not up, by the way. Varen Fitz says, it's very strange. Do radio waves get crossed? No, they don't. Trust me, my radio is digital. It was on 560. Oh, well, glad I'm wrong. Yeah, we are, too. No, Defoe was not on here last night, and we weren't doing a boxing show. Is that pathetic or what? Is anybody out there getting on our, our website? I'm sure not. I would think not. And Eric isn't telling me any, giving me any more information. Are you getting any uh, word from him? Nothing yet. No information from Eric, but a text message right before the show started from Jolly Joe, who, whose goal obviously is to be as annoying as he possibly can. Keep texting, Joe. No interest. Bore me. You're not. You're not the least bit compelling. Are we being compelling yet, or what? Not yet, but we got a long time to go. You get a lot of it. Neil Rogers on Sports Hall Radio WQAM. If you see a petri dish sitting out in the lab, there's a pretty good chance there. A tumor, it's as big as a whale, and they say that they can fix it with some stem cells. Right now, I'm lightheaded, I feel kind of funny, so hurry up and get that funding money.
916 and 560 WQAM. Happy Tuesday to you. So uh, everybody's discovered that our uh, website is down. Nope, it's up now. Oh, it is up? Well, I'm in it, yep. Oh, wait a minute. One moment, please. Oh, I've got to sign in on the thing. Wait a minute. One moment, please. Okay, take your time. Oh, we've got to sign in again, second time. Not compelling. And there it is. All right. How do you like that? Wow. Thank you, Eric. Whatever you did, wherever you stuck your finger. Eric's real good at sticking his finger in the right place and making things work like magic. Jay says, your website is down, but QM Stream is up and running. By the way, Flea, your taste in is in your tush. Mexican Radio by Wall of Voodoo is a great song, and it won that survey due to its merits. Okay. And then it says, death to Mandich, Nazi bastard. How do you like that? Ripping the mad dog. Wow. Shame on you. We don't need any more information about the streaming and about the website, about this, but I mean, neilrogers.com's back up. Okay, here's the poll. we got 190 votes on there. Which of these one-hit wonders was the... I feel like I'm operating with one arm and one leg when the website is down. You know what I mean? Yes. You feel like... I don't know. You're, like, you're incomplete. I saw a good flick last night, which I'm sure nobody has seen, because every time I mention one of these movies, oh, well, we don't know anything about that. 2009 movie, no less, from this year. Wow. It's a remake of an old flick, The Lodger. Have you seen The Lodger? No, I have not. It's a uh, chiller thriller. With Phil, Phil, the, the only person that I recognize in there is Philip Baker Hall. He played the uh, game show host in Magnolia. He's a great character actor. He plays the chief of police in this movie. And it's pretty good. It's entertaining. It's suspenseful. It, uh, the only problem is it gets to the ending. You think it's the ending. It should have been the ending, and it's not over yet. Most movies, you get to the ending, and you think, oh, gee, this can't be the end yet, and then the credits are rolling. It's, oh, no, you know? Yeah, really? It's this no, one. No, what? no big names in it. I'm looking at the uh, cast. Nothing huge. That's why I said Philip Baker Hall. He's the yeah. only person you know. But it, it's uh, the acting is good. It's compelling, I would say, The Lodger. It's the latest version of a, a old, old flick. Maybe somebody out there saw it. Maybe somebody out there saw Nick of Time with Johnny Depp or the Rod Steiger movie, The Neighbor. Probably not. Oh, all these people sending this stuff. Oh, I tried your page. Everything's working now. Michelle says, we it was finally able to get on. Thanks, Michelle. Me too. And Flea as well. Isn't this exciting? Anyway, let's see what we got going here. 200 votes on the uh, poll. Which of these one-hit wonders was the best? Wall of Voodoo by Mexican Radio is in first place again. Hmm. 29. Climax, Precious and Few, 23. Anita Ward, Ring My Bell, 14. By the way, somebody sent me a thing and they're wrong about Procol Harum. Where the hell is it? Here it is. Ed in Fort Lauderdale. Poor Ed. Ed's just got issues, you know? Some of these emailers just... You see the name, and right away you know, oh, boy. Ed says, for one-hit wonders, I think of Procol Harum, which had a big hit in 67 with a wider shade of pale. How about Conquistador? Remember that? Conquistador, da-da-da-da-da. Don't remember that? No. By Procol Harum? I thought you knew something about music, man. You know squat. I know a little. No wonder they're giving you crap. What? I know a I little. You... 
I bet you if you go in your internets there on a computer, you can find Conquistador. You were able to find the other one, Wall of Doodoo. Conquistador. You don't remember that? I'm not saying it was a gigantic no. hit, but it was a hit. It says, at the time I was living in my wonderful hometown, metropolis of Rome, New York, most likely shopping at Loblaws. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> it's a hell of a thing when you start thinking about what supermarket you were shopping in. Grand Union. Remember Grand Union, or is that before your time? That's way before your time in South Florida. I remember them. Did you have Grand Union in Tampa? Oh, yeah. You did? Have you got Conquistador or not? Are you going to find it? I'm looking for it. Conquistador. By Procolarum. And they may have had one other one, too, which I forget. I could look it up in the book, but I'm too old and lazy. I'm just not compelled to do it. Eric says, your site is not loading. Not our Eric, but another one. Yeah, it's loading now. Rob and Martha's Vineyard, your site is not responding when I try to get on, but I'm listening via the QM website. It's on there right now, Rob. It's on there. We fixed it. Eric fixed it. Our Eric. Thank God for our Eric. What the hell would we do without him? Right? Absolutely. And they got the studio almost done, and that phone is going to have dots on it maybe one of these days, although I wouldn't be too sure. I'm not holding my breath. Jerry Rafferty and Baker Street, says somebody. Do you remember? I remember Jerry Rafferty, but I don't remember the song, Baker Street. Do you remember that? Oh, absolutely. It was redone by the Foo Fighters, too. Was it really? Yeah, it's a great song. I love the Foo Fighters, but nevertheless. I tried your page and thought it was my computer, but I couldn't load your page. I can hear that. Yeah, okay, great. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Hollywood, okay? Enough with that crap already. Wall of Doodoo is winning in spite of your protestations. I think it's a, you know, I don't know. You played some of it. How were you able to get that on there and you can't get Conquistador? I have Conquistador buffering right now. Oh, it's buffering? Yeah, it's buffering. Stop suffering. Take buffering. I love it. It's a good song. I like Purple Herm a lot. A lot. It's no whiter shade of pale, but then again, what is? Apparently, this song was featured in Flashdance. I'll be damned. Just adore your stallion stand You need our company Like some angels tailored brown You eat up your tea I see your armor pledging bread As That's it? Well, it froze up. Oh, that's, uh, that's okay. That was enough. Okay. That's enough to uh, refresh the memory of the audience out there. They know from Conquistador. So, Ed, you're full of it, okay, about one-hit wonder. One-hit wonder, my ass. Jesus, God. But I'm sure there'll be a whole bunch of others come in. Oh, additional ones. Oh, I don't want a list, okay? The question is, which of these one-hit wonders was the best? What's the best one? Not give me a list of one-hit wonders. Paul says, Europe, the final countdown, possibly the worst uh, song ever. Yeah. Adamant, Goody Two-Shoes, and Felony, the Fanatic. First of all, I wouldn't call Adamant a one-hit wonder. Oh. Now, he's. He, I think uh, Paul is trying to find out which is the worst song ever. Oh, okay. Which we could do that poll someday. I don't know if we've ever done that. We've done that one about the best song ever, and always, always is, uh, what you call it, um, Stairway to Heaven. Always. 
And I get quite frankly, I mean, I like the song just fine, but it's certainly not the greatest song of all time. Would you? Would you? Do you think "Stairway to Heaven" is the best song of all time? No, I don't. Well, thank God for that, because I was beginning to wonder about your marginal taste in music after you didn't know "Conquistador." Now, did you recognize that when you played it or not? No, not really. Really? Wow. That is that's compelling. But I added one to the list though that I thought should be that? there. Mazzy Star, Fade Into You. Never heard of it. There you go. Still never heard of it. Never heard of it. Great song. Really? What's the group? Mazzy Star. Mazzy Star. Mazzy with an M. Paul says, forgot a big one, One Night in Bangkok by Murray Head. It says, Joe Bell is still the Antichristo or maybe the Antipasto. Yeah, he is. He's just annoying. There's nothing worse than people who go out of their way to try to be annoying, like overgrown children. That's your buddy. So you're saying if he does call me sometime today, don't answer it? No, run. Because he, got, he got, never got around to it yesterday. He said, oh, he ran out of time. Good. You're out of time with me, I'll tell you that. You've been out of time with me for a long time. Here's Eric with an update about what happened with our website. He says, the site should be working again. We have no idea what the problem was. What, what does that mean? Wow. So, in other words, it fixed itself by osmosis or something? Yeah, that's weird. This one says, I know you don't like Twilight and Rob Pattison, but you have to see Taylor Lautner. Jacob, Google him. I have to see him? What does that got to do with the pool? What's that got to do with anything? Do you know who that is, Taylor Lautner? No, I have no idea. Well, I'll tell you one thing. During the break, I'm going to Google him right away. Oh, Randy. What? Hello, Randy. What? Are you listening to me? No. I'm a one no jolly. Oh, that's it? How about one more? There you go. 1030 at 560 WQAM. Jerry Rafferty. It says, please play a sample. No, you're not going to. That, that would be bad if you're going to have to go in there and play samples of all these uh, things on here. It would be great if you had the uh, library. Is there anything from George? No. You know, so, there are some people out there so stupid as to be just on my MySpace. I got an email this morning from some goofball out there who says, oh, uh, bring back George. I actually missed the little fella. Bring him back. Like, like I got some control over that. He says, bring him back, so I'm going to snap my finger and like, there you go, here's George. But what's wrong with some of these people? Does stupid even come close to describing it? No. Bring him back, I missed the little fella. Gene from Sebring says, my favorite one-hit wonder, and this is very sad, Norman Greenbaum's Spirit in the Sky. Da -da -da, da -da 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 -da. That's a very depressing, morbid song. I hate that song. You like that song? No. Norman Greenbaum, which I think he was like a born-again Christian or something like that, even with a name like that. I could be wrong, but what difference does it make? Let's see. What does Eric say? Eric had some more compelling information about our technical defugality. He said, no, the server did not fix itself. I stopped and restarted several things, but I don't know which thing caused the initial problem. 
If it happens again, I'll schedule some hardware tests to be run. We hope it don't happen again anytime soon. It happens, you know, like once every several months or every year or two or like that. First time it happened with you here, right? Yep. Then our website went down. Well, there's a first for everything. Mark it on your wrist. Mark it on your calendar like the guy in Memento. What was his name? Lenny. Jeff says, every moron who has a grain of thought in their head says, you forgot so-and-so. He says, these polls drive me nuts. And more times than not, they either have a lame song or whoever they chose had more than one hit. He says, Jerry Rafferty had multiple hits behind Baker Street, like right down the line, plus uh, his stuff he did with Steeler's Wheel. Steeler's Wheel, didn't they do uh, right down the middle with you or something like that? What was the name? It's stuck in the middle with you. Oh, yeah, that's a good song. It is a good song, Steeler's Wheel. Then he says, how about the greatest single ever? My vote's for the Rivingtons, Papa Umamao. Isn't that sad? Hmm. That's what we were talking about before, the greatest single ever. It's always Stairway to Heaven. Well, Stairway to Heaven, I don't think, was a single, was it? Wow, I wouldn't know. Wasn't it from an album? You wouldn't know? Well, I know it's on an album, but I don't know if it originally came out as a single. I don't think it was a single. I could be wrong. That was up 35 points. No big deal. Blackie, who's who is so far beyond chronic, I mean, good guy, but just, just out of control. Not to sound like a chronic. <laughs> you are. Or too compelling, but there's a wee mistake in one of the song titles. The waitress's song is called I Know What Boys Like. Do we have a song by the waitresses on here? Oh, yeah, I Know What Boys Want. Yeah. Well, I think it's the same thing, what they like, what they want. They want it, and they like it. And... He says, I saw Nick at Time. It was a decent movie. I'm going to look for the movie called The Neighbor. Neighbor is good. Nobody, uh, though, has seen The Lodger. It's a, it's a current movie, 2009. It's about uh, this Jack the Ripper wannabe. All these chicks getting, all these hookers getting killed in L.A. and stuff. He says, I hope this was a compelling email. Flea, good song by Mazzy Starr. This is Chronic Blackie. Here's one that's really compelling. This email, I think this is even better than, uh, than uh, what's his name? Okay. Stormy. Jeff DeForest just did the morning show today on 640, so he is back. Warm regards, Alex. He's been back for, I don't know, months. He's been on there 640 with his oh, point. Oh, oh. He's got. he's got about like we got, you know, not much. Yeah, he's been there maybe a year now. He has? I would say, he's yeah. He's been there a long time on 640 in the morning. And you know something? I don't care. Talk about small potatoes. Even Frankie Pentangeli was a, um, a monster compared to Mifo. God. These are the people living in the past, living in the old IOD days. Oh, remember the great days in IOD? And, and those are the days when sports talk was one hour, and it was enough and more than enough. Oh, my God. Lawrence says the better version of Conquistador was the live version recorded with the London Symphony. Oh, my God. It's the one that appears on most best of Procol Harum collections and the one that you'll want to hear on the radio. Or the one that you will hear on the radio. As for the best one-hit wonders, Zegar and Evans in the year 2525, or Love oh. Grows Where My Rosemary Goes by Edison Lighthouse. I like both those songs a lot. I didn't both like your 2525. You did not like that? No. Why? What's wrong with it? I don't know. I just don't like that song. In the year 25, it's a good song. It's a little morbid. Yeah. Well, we're not going to be around the year 25, 25. We're going to be pushing up daffodils. This one says, how about Bittersweet Symphony by the Verve for your poll? Ooh. Mazzy Star is a good one, Flea. 
Well, see, they they agree with you on Magic Star. I never heard of it. I added another one too. The uh, the Toadies Possum Kingdom. You ever heard the that? Toadies. Yeah. It's pretty good. I've been told. Neil, do you remember the song Timothy by the Boys? Yeah, I remember it. And what about it? You remember this? Do you remember that? <laughs> oh. I'll tell you one thing. These emails are the best ever today so far. We just got started. I mean, they're not compelling or like that. No. What are you playing? The Toadies, Possum Kingdom. This was huge. Oh, I don't want to hear that. Never heard it. Good song. Never heard of it. Just wanted to suggest some one-hit wonders for your pool building, says Frank. Some. Let me say it again. One. Not some. Not a list. Oh, Debbie Boone, and you light up my life, the worst piece of swill. Oh, my God, it's a song to commit suicide by. Oh, and speaking of that, i got some very good news for you. Okay. Remember my friend from Michigan that was suicidal a couple weeks ago? Yeah. And he got canned at the uh, furniture store where he was selling furniture? Well, I got an email from him yesterday, and he got hired by the com competition, by the other furniture joint in town, or one of them anyway. He didn't have a non-compete? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, boy, you've been in this crappy business too long. Aldo Nova, Fantasy, Donnie Iris, Alia, Mountain, Mississippi Queen. That's good. That's the only one of those four. I mean, Debbie Boone, come on. Debbie freaking Boone. Oh, this is one of this could be the worst email of all time. You ready for it? Uh-huh. And the good thing is, for whatever reason, yesterday and today, so far this week, most of those obnoxious fake chronics have gone. Oh, the Seasons in the Sun, Terry Jerks, written by Rod McEwen. A horrible song. Horrible song. <laughs> Manny from Kendall says, over the weekend I saw the movie The Last House on the Left. Thought it was very compelling. You might want to check this one out. Oh, and by the way, Taylor Lautner is one of the ugliest kids I've ever seen in my life. Nasty looking. He looks like his nose got punched in by a giraffe. Or like maybe he stole his nose from a giraffe. I, don't keep, all, all you uh, pedophiles out there, don't keep sending me these punks. God. 17 years old and ugly. I mean, if he was 17 years old and really cute, it would be interesting to look at him, but he's not. Anyway, so the movie is The Last House on the Left. It sounds familiar. P.S. The metal band Celtic Frost does an awesome version of Mexican radio, ten times better than Wall of Doodoo. Yeah, there's a lot of versions of that song. Oh, are there really? Mm hmm Oh, here, here's another one. <laughs> this is in response to the thing about Defoe being on our station doing boxing last night. It says, Hank Goldberg was on Waxy 790 last night doing traffic and weather. <laughs> <laughs> that is amusing. That was funny. Oh, that'll be the day. Yeah, when does the baseball card show start? Somebody wants to know. I don't know. We're going to take a poll and see if it's compelling enough. Now, what was the email I said that was the worst of all time? I think I printed it out. Oh, yeah, here you go. Tony says, I've been trying to get my girlfriend and some of the guys that work interested in your show would like them to hear some of the Mickey bits and the recent Merlin's Take Me Out to the Ball Game song. Merlin's. Do we have a uh, Marlins Take Me Out to the Ball Game? Not Take that I'm me aware out of. To the Marlins? I don't know. I can't find these anywhere. Will they be put on your website anytime soon? I doubt it. 
I don't see any of the newer stuff on there. Love your show. Get that fling guy to up uh, get the website updated. Yeah, you got to get together with uh, Eric and just beat him with a stick. Okay. Well, no, wasn't he going to update the website once he got on another machine or whatever switched over to the new machine? That's what I heard. Well, maybe he hasn't switched over yet because the website is old and stale. Old and stale. We need to get a lot of that old, all those pictures off of there, all those old books and stuff. But all these people that want this bit and that bit, oh, can we get the Mickey bits on there? No. First of all, the Mickey bits are so worn out. Although you said you like them? I do like them a lot. Why? Because they're funny. They're compelling. Eisner? They, they were funny the first 5,000 times each. Maybe what we'll do is today we'll play them all. That would be really compelling. Not. You bitch, you slut, you whore. Eisner? Mr. Mouse? What the hell are you doing to me? What do you mean, sir? Why am I reading in the paper you're going to put a Disney theme park in Brooklyn? Well, well, sir, we're just scouting locations. Jesus, I'm scouting CEOs. You are killing me. But, but, but sir, look what we've done with New York City, oh. Times Square, 42nd Street. Hang on. Remus! Remus! Turn off the vacuum cleaner, Remus! Get that bluebird out of here! Okay, boss. Eisner. But, sir, look what we've done with Midtown Manhattan. 42nd Street is incredible. Oh, you know what? Publicly, I supported that, but you took all the porn away. You're killing me. I'm going through Gaviscon like Pez. We're just scouting areas. Calm down. Listen to me, butt munch. Don't tell me to calm down. We got lucky with Lilo and Stitch, $128 million. Now, you're trying to ruin the whole network. What kind of programming are you running? Hang on a minute. Remus, yeah, you've got bluebird crap all over your shoulder. <laughs> Clean yourself up, for heaven's sake. And turn off the vacuum cleaner. Okay, boss. Good God. Sir, the network is fine. Why couldn't you come up with American Idol? Good God, you're still running James Bond movies. They're 60 years old. Why don't you just put Steamboat Willie on and be done with it? At least then I'd make a couple of damn dollars. Well, the, the movie division's fine. You mentioned Lilo and Stitch, and now we have the new M. Night Shyamalan movie coming out later oh, this summer. Oh, I know, signs. What the hell does that mean? Stop sign, yield sign. you got to start swinging some of these titles past me. Uh, Please. Uh, Remus. Remus. Can't hear you, Bob. I know you can't hear me, Remus. You're still Yes, sir. I'd be very careful the next time I started my car if I were you. What, what, what do you mean, sir? I'm about done with you. What? About done. What, sir? I'll put Hannah Storm in your job. But, sir, I'm You're sorry. terrible. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll put Remus in there. I'd like to be president of Disney, Remus. Uh, oh, my. What a wonderful day. <laughs> Get out of here, you nutbag. Well, there you go. <laughs> you wanted to hear it. So uh, come to find out, the Humper, according to these emails, was on Cross the Street last night. Do you believe that? Sure, why not? You do? Why not? He's not employed by us anymore. Well, I understand that, but why would he uh, waste his time with them? I don't know. Maybe they're paying him. Got a bunch of emails. Here's one that says, No Joyce, Hank was on 790 Labaster Show doing a goofy sports update with traffic. I was rather surprised, says James. He even said something like, Stu Gotts was the best call I ever made. 
Stugatz. Oh, mm. boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he invented Stugatz, and he also invented Clarence. Wow. Keep that in mind. Next time you want to be angry at the uh, thumper. <laughs> TR says, can you put either Shinehead O'Connor? We, we can make 4,000 uh, one-hit wonders on this list if you want. I don't care. Shinehead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. Soft Cell, Tainted Love, two of my favorite songs and definitely one-hit wonders. It says, choosing one, I'd go with Shinehead for ripping the Pope on SNL. They were both big singles, that's for sure. I can add them both. Go right ahead. Soft Cell should definitely be on there. Yeah. Yeah, I had a couple of uh, emails on that. Tainted love. How come that's not on there? I thought it was. Are we sure? I don't want to put it on there twice. I'll double check. No, I'm I'm checking right now. I'm going up and down the list, up and down. Robin Luke and Susie Darlin on Dot Records. Art and Dottie Todd. Chanson d'amour. you got to be really old to remember that. I would say 1957 or 8. I don't know. Like that. Pretty good songs on this list, and some pretty bad ones, too. I mean, the question is, which of these one-hit wonders was the best? Not name a bunch of one-hit wonders. Taylor Lautner, by the way, is an ugly kid. Sorry, whoever sent that in. Bad taste. This one says, sounds like a joke, but Hank was actually doing traffic and weather during the Bastard show, although it sounded like he was on the phone. Maybe it was a, a put-on, because that's their speciality du jour every day on that show, from what I'm told. Although the one time I heard it for a few minutes, oh, my God. Sophomoric, embarrassing, juvenile. But nevertheless, they got an audience over there in the afternoon. That's all they got. They got absolutely nothing else. And from what you're telling me, that morning show is an abortion. When are they going to get George on the morning show there and goose it up a little bit? I don't know. When streaming to your page, is that image of you live, asks somebody in Surfside? When streaming to your page, what what does that mean? No, there's no picture of me live. Maybe my head in the mailbox, maybe that's what he's talking about. Delight, groove is in the heart. You want to put that on there? Sure, that's good. Groove is in the heart? I never heard of that. Oh, yeah, that was good. Bootsy's in that band. Who? Bootsy. Bootsy? You don't know Bootsy? He was the uh, bass player in the uh, for James Brown. Big deal. Oh, he's good, though. Love is Blue by Paul Marriott. Da, 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 da. Inst- instrumental. How can instrumentals be the best? Well, I guess they could be. For example, Telstar. Who did Telstar? I could look it up in the book. And I guess I'm going to have to because you don't know. 1961, 62, Telstar. You don't remember that? Mm. Instrumental. Maybe. This one says, I saw a movie over the weekend called Taken with Liam Neeson. Not bad. Starts off a little slow, but takes off there for about 10 minutes. Could be compelling. I made corned beef Cuban style to go with the movie. It was very compelling. And life is good, says Oish Moy Jew. Well, that's great. I'm sure that compels the audience to reach for the dial. Shinehead O'Connor, nothing compares to you as a great song, says Keith. Also, don't forget, Biz Marquis, Just a Friend. You guys kick mega ass, says Keith. Yeah, we do. Our own, usually. Yeah, they're using this... that Biz Marquis song in a uh, Heineken commercial now. It's actually really good. Really? Where the taxi driver says, let a stranger drive you home. Hank Goldberg really did do traffic and sports last night. Update, they said they had rapper Trick Daddy do it last week. It was great. Trick Daddy done it last week. Here's another one. It's true about the humper on Waxy. The little bastard show is using two bits. 
In his sports updates, he says he gave Stugatz his name. And the traffic update, he says it's raining. Oh. Well, we'll get to the bottom of it. I, I, I don't know. I just don't see the Humper doing that. I don't see him lowering himself to their level. But I, I could be wrong, because I don't think he's like a big fan of uh, Bastard. No, it's been confirmed. He was on. Been confirmed by whom? Steve Sloan heard it. Steve Sloan heard it? Yep. He was listening to the, over there? He was. Well, I sure hope he didn't have one of those uh, devices on. <laughs> Won't you wear my thing around your neck? That's what Arbitron says to people now, the old Elvis song. Won't you wear my thing around your neck? Let's see. Can you put on my favorite happy hour joint? Johnny Kemp just got paid. Friday night just got paid. Johnny Kemp. 38-year-old brother listening in sent that. You know that song just got paid? It's Friday night? Yep. Do you? You going to put it on there? Sure. Somebody wants to know, why is Flea adding songs to the poll without asking you? Some Yenta. Because he wants to. What do I care? We can put 40,000 on there, and then every time I read it, it takes another half hour. Kill some really good time, and that's compelling. Tom in Gainesville says, how about Rockwell? Who's watching me now? Oh, you got to be Geico kidding. TV ad song drives me nuts. Can't get it out of my mind. Or Thomas Dolby, Blinded Me With Science. Compelling enough for you? Long-time listener back to the KAT days, lone hockey fan in Gainesville. Oh, all these people whining about Jacques Martin. Loser. He's got a loser branded all over his frog forehead. He was a crappy coach, or even worse GM, and he's gone. And thank God for that. Jack Martin. Yeah, that Alan Cohen, he sure is running one hell of an organization. You know what? If anybody wonders why they haven't made the playoffs in nine years and why nobody cares... Yeah, so you hire that guy. What? So you hire the guy that ran a failing team. Right. Nice job by the Canadians. Oh, yeah, well, that's your team now, the Canadiens, the Frogs. The Habitants. Boy, they make me nauseous. I started getting into organized hockey and, you know, just went from there. One thing about here, man, you got hockey crap on just all the time. It never stops. Non-stop. Oh, they're in commercial now. Let's see what game this is. This is the 92 Penguins at Blackhawks. Oh, the Penguins won that. They swept, didn't they? Sure. They swept? Well, you don't know. You're just guessing. <laughs> that we won. Oh, there's Bob Bond and Joe Bowen. Although Detroit, I think, played better than we did. Yeah, 63-64. Leafs won three consecutive Stanley Cups, 62-63-64, and then again 67. You ready for that? And sure. that's it. That was the end. Oh, is that, that was the end, uh, my friend. I, they just wore down their big big horses. There's Gordy Howe. Gordy just played uh, so much ice time out. Or as Bud Lynch used to call him, Gord Howe. They, here they call guys named Gordon. They call him Gord. Do you ever hear anybody named Gord? Gord no. Howe? Nope. Well, it's another. It's like clicks, you know. It's like 50,000 clicks. There's Bill Gatsby. All those old Red Wings, man, and now the Red Wings still winning Stanley Cups. Make me, although the Leafs kicked their ass in this game. Trust me. <laughs> now, Bobby, uh, I know one of the great moments uh, in your career is uh, now being shown. Uh, you've got a, a lovely portrait uh, of uh, Bob Bond scoring the overtime winner against the Detroit Red On a broken ankle. Yeah, great. Living in the past. Just like the Dolphins, man, living in the past. Hank was doing a funny bit. They've been having guests to do them on Lebby. Oh, Lebby. I never heard that before. Lebby. They had Trick Daddy, uh, Mean Gene Ockerland, wrestling announcer, and now Stugatz. He was actually taking the shot at Stugatz when he got the name correct. I found this dictionary reading below. 
Oh, careful, it contains Joyce. Yeah, it's got some words in it. Often used in reference to someone being an ass clown, although it doesn't say clown, but you can imagine, you can only imagine what it says. Stugatz. Yeah, if the foo fits, wear it. This is the Neil Rogers Show. You, 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 you fail. This is your brain. Any questions? No. No. Republicans got their leaders serving in Washington. But the guy in charge is a radio talker. He's a pill popping son of a dumb. Well, he big and bald as a man can come. And he screams into the microphone. And if he says something that the GOP don't like, then just leave it alone. That's because I gotta say you don't curse Ronald Reagan's name. You don't criticize George Bush. You don't question whether we should be tax cutting, and you don't mess around with Rush. You don't get married if you're gay. You park your hair on the side with a brush. You don't give any credit to old Obama, and you don't mess around with Rush. 1101. Hey, guess who's doing this game? The uh, Penguins and the Blackhawks. Roney. Gilbert comes on. Roney shooting the front. The fuck it in. Mike Lang. Wow. You know Mike Lang? Not personally. I do. How do you like that, Mr. Hotshot? Man, look at you. Joe Bowen, Mike Lang. I know all the hockey mavens. I even know Jeff Rimmer. Uh, 317 votes on the pool. Here's the list. The reason I'm going to read it is because uh, then that way uh, you'll know whether they're on there or not. We won't be getting people. Oh, gee, how come you don't put Wall of Doodoo on there? Wall of Doodoo is number one. Mexican Radio, 48 votes. Which of these one-hit wonders was the best? It's pretty damn compelling, if you ask me. Not as compelling as, uh, what's his name, Jerk Jerk Street, but pretty damn close. Climax, Precious and Few, 32. They had another marginal hit, I think. I don't know. They did. I can't think of that. I'd have to look in the book. <coughs> uh, Anita Ward, Ring My Bell. Alicia Bridges, I Love the Nightlife, 19. All that uh, disco. You know, that whole business about disco sucks. That was, uh, that was bull crap. Disco was great. Disco was fun. And then Steve Dahl went there into what used to be Comiskey Park in Chicago and burned all those disco records. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And then uh, that was the big thing that convinced everybody. It became trendy to say, oh, disco sucks. Ace, how long has this been going on? 18. Bobby Day, Rockin' Robin, 18. Tony Basil, Basil and Mickey, 13. Horrible song. Yeah. Annoying. Bow, wow, wow, I want candy, 12. Well, there's a million on here. It's I used take to forever. love the lead singer of that band. I had the hugest crush on her. Bow Wow Wow? Yeah, she was hot with a mohawk. She wasn't a Bow Wow? No. Twelve votes for that. Silhouettes get a job, 11. Undisputed Truth, Smiling Faces, sometimes 10. Lori London, he's got the whole world in his hands on Capitol Records, 10. Blah. I know, annoying. Digital Planets, Rebirth of Slick, Cool Like That, 10. Waitresses, I Know What Boys Want, 10. Is it want or like? I Know What Boys Do. Yeah. Saigon Kick, Love Is On The Way, 7. Martin Page in the House of Stone and Light, 7. John Paul Young, Love is in the Air, 6. Concrete Blonde, Joey, 5. Mary uh, Marie Wilson, Telephone Man, 5. Dan Lears, One Summer Night, 5. Jody Reynolds, Endless Sleep, 5. That was a good song. Not Joey Reynolds, Jody. There's a guy named Jody. We were talking about that not too long ago. Jody Davis. Guy's named Jody. Sly Fox, Let's Go All The Way, 5. Positive K, I Got A Man, 5. Soft Cell, Tainted Love, 4. Mazzy Star, Fade Into You, 4. 
Karina, Temptation, for Gene Knight, Mr. Big Stuff, for Who Do You Think You Are? Edwin Collins, A Girl Like You, for Robin Luke, Susie Darlin, 3, on Dot Records. I never saw him, I don't think. I don't know what he looked like. Well, what a shame. Luna's, I Got Five on It, 3. Green Jelly, Three Little Pigs, 3. The Toadies, Possum Kingdom, 2. Billy Parson, All-American Boy, 2. Biz Markey, Just a Friend. I'm your friend, one. Shinehead O'Connor, nothing compares to you, one. Reg Owen, Manhattan Spiritual, one. That's a great instrumental. You got it? Boy, I sure wish we had that to play. Manhattan Spiritual. Free Movement, I found someone of my own, none. Art and Dottie Todd, Chanson d'Amour, none. KWS, Please Don't Go, none. And Joe Public, Live and Learn, none. The reason those are on there is because they were on originally when we did this 100 years ago. You know, the one thing on the history, Eric, if you're paying attention, which probably not, Eric's probably making a few... Uh, Bologna sandwiches. Hmm. Now, Eric, Eric's a uh, you know big guy. He and he's not a vegetarian either. I'm sure of that. You don't find too many fat vegetarians, am I right? No, Prince Fielder. Who's that? Uh, baseball player for the Milwaukee Brewers. Never heard of him. Cecil Fielder's son. Oh, that big fat guy. Yeah, he's a vegetarian now. Cecil Fielder had an ass the biggest as big as some ballparks. Yep. God. In on the short side, after he shot it, Smith hit him from behind. That damn Paul Steigerwald, he stabbed Mike Lang in the back and uh, took his job. You know how that goes, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what was I going to say? Something really very compelling, and I forgot. Well, oh, because the originalist, uh, originally when we did this, the I don't know what the date was. It was poll number 626. Maybe Eric can uh, give me a heads up on how far back that goes. Because the history, we've got all the polls that we've ever done on the show since we started with the uh, website. But we don't have the dates when we've done them. Don't you, don't you think that would be somewhat interesting? Sure. And don't you find it also very disturbing that Wall of Doodoo is number one now and it was number one? Let's see, it had 87 votes the first time and Precious and Few had 75. And there were number one and two again here. Hmm. I Love the Nightlife was number three back then and now it's number four. Wow. Tony Basil and Mickey was number four back. Uh, oh, those must have been really bad days back then. Ronick into his own end, runs into his own man, but Buskus back to take control of it. Buskus in front of his own goal. Buskus. Remember Dick Buskus? Sam Hirsch says Tony Basil song, Mickey, it blows. You're right, Sam. You're curmudgeon at large. Sam Hirsch. Well, I sure remember those days. Channel 51, the dog racing report. Tom Jicka used to be on there. Tom used to grips a lot on the ear. Sorry, Tom, it's true, but when I used to have Jicka on as a guest, he used to like <coughs> a lot. I don't know why. He had, like, bad indigestion. And it's bad enough eating on the ear, but grepsing <coughs> on the ear is really bad. Gross. I bet you, what's his name? Uh, what is his name? The guy that gets saw uh, the fake guy? Ass Clown? Yeah. A <laughs> Very good. Ass Clown is correct. Anybody that we can't think about fake name they use, uh, Ass Clown, AC. So the Humper was guesting last night, doing a little uh, sit-down comedy with, uh, what's his name? LeBastard, LeBaturd. Le yeah, Lebby. Oh, yeah, Lebby. Remember Scooter Lebby? That truck appeared to go off the skate of Larry Murphy and into the net. I think it hit him in the, in the, the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Larry Murphy, boy, he sure was great in Toronto. They booed him right off the ice. He stunk. One of my favorite one-hit wonders, this is a good one, Blue's Image, Ride, Captain, Ride, on Columbia Records. I remember it like it was only yesterday. Remember it? Ride, Captain, Ride. Remember That's it? good. Uh-huh. It was not good. It was great. 
Phil, 49 years old in county, says, as you said, Proclaim is no one-hit wonder. Conquistador is fantastic. And Whiter Shade of Pale is one of my top five songs of all time. It's good. By the way, Annie Lennox does an awesome version of it, Whiter Shade of Pale, on her Medusa CD. She's got a great voice. There are a zillion other one-hit wonders, but for today I have to go with Flea's Pick, Behind the Boathouse by the Toadies. Great song. Mexican radio is eh at best. Eh. Eh. I would go along with that after having heard it. I never heard of that before. Wall of uh, doo-doo. How about Macarena by Los Del Rio? How about we never... Let, let's just forget anybody ever mentioned it, okay? Can we do that? Here's a song I liked a lot. Alan O'Day, Undercover Angel. He sounded like a Donny Osmond or something. I don't know. Remember that Undercover Angel? That, that was a one-hit wonder. Yeah, I Alan remember O'Day. That. Huh? That was a good one. That was good. I'm shocked you liked it, because it's a little bit... Yay. I don't know. Take Sly Fox off the list. They had a second hit called Komotayama. Please add Sonny Came Home by Sean Colvin. I saw the movie Taken last week, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I also read a doubt based on your recommendation. The movie was average at best, says Haitian James from Atlanta. Now, you saw a doubt. Would you say it was average at best? I would say it's above average. I'd say it's well above average. I'd say it was compelling. How do you like that? Even just for Merle, oh, uh, well, what's his name, Merle Streep's performance, it was compelling. It was an outside ball against the Penguins. Murphy touched that one way outside. Yeah, touch this. Well, to each its own, you know. Everybody's got their own taste. Some people have good taste, like me, and some people have bad taste, like that guy in wherever he was, Atlanta. Your taste blows, James. One more for the poll. Song 2 by Blur. The singer went on to have hits as the Gorillas, but I think that was the only Blur hit. B-L-U-R. Yep. Remember that? Woohoo! Yeah, I remember it. Really? Yeah, great song. Oh, that's what that was? Yeah, I know that's that song. Mm-hmm. J.P. and Weehawk, it says, Haircut 100, Love Plus One. We're going to have 40,000 uh, uh, songs on this. It's pretty compelling. How about Pepper by the Butthole Surfers? <laughs> I love that band. Do you? Yeah. It's right up your alley, I think. <laughs> Brian says for the poll, Alone Again Naturally by Gilbert O'Sullivan. Oh, my God, what a depressing, bad song. Oh. As for a Gord, how about former Panther Gord Murphy? Well, he was Canadian, eh? Gord Murphy. Number four. Great show, Flea, says Brian. Yeah, so far they like you just fine. Uh-oh. In and goes back, in Stockway has a great save again. Dominic Hasek on Mario Lemieux. And he gave more moves than Mae West on that one, but Hasek. <laughs> <laughs> wow, a Mae West That's reference. the great Mike Lang. He's something else. And they screwed him over for that Steigerwald piece of turd. Tampa Bay bathroom is flush with success. Oh, this is good. The Tampa Theater in St. Petersburg, Nova 535, were among the ten finalists chosen in America's best public restroom contest. Says sponsor Sintus Corporation. Oh, they haven't seen my new toilet since they put the uh, new top on it. You know, once in a great while, the toilet won't flush properly, and you have to lift the top up and jiggle the uh, thing. Mm -hmm. You have to jiggle your thing. Well, they put these new toilets in here, and I did that, thinking that you could lift the top up, and it wouldn't, like, slip. Well, it just slipped right back and fell on the floor and cracked in half. So you remember yesterday they came in and put in, they installed my new toilet tank top. Well, that, that was exciting. Now, don't tell me that that wasn't compelling. That was. 
You could almost smell it all the way down there. Now, here's Steve, and Steve, I think you're way off. He says, doing the Egyptian. I think he's talking about walk like an Egyptian. Yeah, the Bengals. He says, can't remember who sang it, though. Sorry. That's because that's not the name of the song. Walk like an Egyptian. And they had other hits, too, so they're not really a one-hit wonder. Oh, then don't put them on there. Says, Miss George a lot, especially when you're not there. Flea's doing a good job of filling George's shoes. I bet he's scared Schmidtless every day, says Steve from Boca. Are you scared Schmidtless every day? No. I doubt it. For the kind of money they're paying him, he doesn't have a lot of pressure. Anyway, getting back to this Tampa Bay Tea Room, after the break, of course. Where's the list? Wow, I got a hundred bucks for a pot of gold. And all I had to do was trap a leprechaun. In these tough economic times, extra beer money is always welcome. And you can get it with cash for pot of gold. It's so easy. Follow a rainbow, capture the leprechaun, and send them in. That's right. Just send us the leprechaun in the insured refiner's return pack. And we'll use CIA-proven enhanced interrogation tactics to find out the location of the pot of gold. Oh, 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 the bloody stones. I'll tell you where me gold is. I'll tell you. And in just two days, I got a check. Thanks, Cash for Pot of Gold. So catch a leprechaun today and convert him into cold, hard cash with Cash for Pot of Gold. 1118 at 560 WQAM. Ishma says, can you add, oh, if I wanted to pick one of the worst one-hit wonders, don't worry, be happy. Who, who did that? Bobby McFarlane. Bobby McFerrin. Yeah. Horrible. Annoying. And then Channel 4 at the time used that for one of their ad campaigns. Remember that? Uh, thankfully, no. Oh, God, do I hate that song. It says, also, Ishma says, it sounds like Joe has given you a very hard time lately. Leave Neil alone. Leave him alone. Yeah, leave me alone, Joe. Just go away. Don't go away mad. Just go away. What, what is, is he like an overgrown child? Is that his problem? Maybe. Maybe when he was a little kid, they didn't give him enough toys to play with. I don't know. He's just bizarre. <laughs> I don't need any tips on how to do a talk show from a big tub of a loser like you, Joe. Just go away. Have a seminar with Flea. Now, I've got those one-hit wonder CDs. Somebody was emailing me about that. You know, the ones that you get on TV? The Time Life stuff? I've got that. But I don't want to dig all those out because then I would play them. And this is not a music show, right? No. Well, I wouldn't mind playing The Whole Conquistador by Procol Harum. I love that song. Somebody says, don't forget Gord Deneen, eh? Stay compelling, Neil God. Gord Deneen, who's that? I remember Bill Deneen, hockey player for Buffalo. Gord Deneen, do you know who that is? No, I have no idea. I don't either. Well, good luck to you, eh? Beast goaltender Hasek Lagerrenen Mule. He looked off and beat him on the short side, I believe. And the Penguins now lead six to four. Well, you know, it's you know, talk about living in the past. Those back-to-back -back Stanley Cup wins by the Penguins ain't going to win one this year. I'll tell you that. You seen Mario with that long look on his puss, sitting up in the press box. You know, being the owner of the losing team. Mm-hmm. Tampa Bay bathrooms flush with success. The Tampa Theater and St. Pete's Nova 535 are among the ten. Top finalist chosen as America's best public restroom contest. Says sponsor, Synthes Corporation. These finalists have established a new standard for restroom quality. I still like the ice in the urinal. Ruth Chris very often has got ice in the urinal, you know? Really? There's nothing like peeing on fresh ice. I, I don't know what it is. It's a psychological thing, I guess. 
but you watch the ice melt, you know, as you and you're melting it. You never, you never tinkled on on ice. I don't think so. You just don't go to the right restaurants, man. Real, real classy restaurants. They got ice in the uh, urinal. And what's the purpose of that? I don't know. These washrooms, the ones on this list, are testaments to their proprietor's sense of taste, flair, and attention to detail, and feature some of the world's finest materials and customer comforts, as well as a few surprises. The winner will be announced in August. Oh, gee, I'm on pins and needles. I can't wait. Tampa Theater's bathroom highlights, designed in the 20s, feature a vitrolite something on walls, chopped off, intricate tile designs, and pipe-shaped sconces. What is a sconce? Well, I'm not I'm not that much of a toilet expert. No, I know what a scone is, but sconce I have yeah, no idea. Yeah, I know idea. what that is too. Oh, those are nasty. It's a British all that British food, man, it'll make you it'll bind you up for months. That's why the Brits are so uptight. Most of them haven't had a good BM in months and months and months. Like the Queen. Oh, she's always got that uptight look on her face with that little purse. What a silly person. Nova's 535's bathroom highlights, private restroom suites featuring full-length solid birch doors, Italian mocha travertine with black granite diamond inserts, and a completely touchless environment. Well, what does that mean? I guess if you, if you go in there, nobody will touch you, even if Larry Craig's in there. It says, who will ascend to the throne and whose throne will be stuck at the bottom? I think there's a potty joke in there somewhere, so it says. Thanks, Boz. Boz has graduated from the obituaries, which I'm not doing anymore, to a potty talk. Wynn says, the flirts and jukebox don't put another dime. You know that song? No. I don't either. The flirts and jukebox. Oh, you know what we didn't put on there, and we probably should, even though I hate it like poison, is uh, Spirit in the Sky by Norman Greenbaum. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Down, da, down, da, down, da, down, da, down. Oh, it's just so depressing. Songs to blow your brains out by. Just like Seasons in the Sun by Terry Jerks. I wonder when we're giving Jerks his own show. Let's bring him back, two to four. What do you say? Mm, don't say that George, too loud. George, yeah, oh, I know. I know. September 26th, coming to a station near you. Like George always said, if it failed across the street, bring it over here and let's watch it fail here. So the Humpers are hanging out with LeBastard now, huh? Yeah, apparently. Don't you find that just bizarre? Hey, stupid! I don't, I don't get it. Well, maybe when we start taking calls, the Humper will call in us. <laughs> yeah, maybe. What are you laughing about? That'd be great. He and I get along great. He's not going to hate me just because he hates Joe Bell like poison and wishes he would die a wicked death. Boy, you should have been a fly on the wall when we uh, Hank and I ate at uh, Woodbine that night. Oh, brother. What a conversation. Hey, Neil and Lee, George Ann says, there's a good time a good time life infomercial that highlights one-hit wonders of several decades. Yeah, well, I know. Time life one-hit wonders. It gives you the playlist. You can get more ideas. By the way, is that Mazzy Star song from the Jawbreaker soundtrack? It was before Jawbreaker. That movie is out there. Love your show. Big guy. Always listening, says George Ann. Thanks, George Ann. Joe says, a one-hit wonder back around 1979, Children of the Sun by Billy Thorpe. Still miss George. And he still ain't coming back. Now, this is ridiculous. One-hit wonders, best ever, Ice Ice Baby by the Pimp Vanilla Ice. 
Vanilla Ice was a one-hit wonder? Yeah, pretty much. Was he? Yeah. Oh. Well, good. Thank God for that. There's some good news. Down, he pushes it wide. The Hawks are giving Pittsburgh a lot of room in this third period, and they're taking advantage of it with the goal scorers they have and the people to make plays. And the Hawks lose it again. Here's Lemieux to the Chicago in a slap shot. Hockey man, that's where it's at, especially now that that frog got canned and sent off to Montreal where he belongs. He'll fit in like a real dumb frog there. He should take Denise Potvin with him. He's looking for work. Laura says, my vote for one-hit wonders is Mambo number five. Now, who did that? Oh, God, I forget now. Annoying. Really annoying. Wasn't it? Or is it just I threw me? that CD out the window one Absolutely. time. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rambo 4 and 5. <laughs> yeah, Mambo number 5. Very annoying. Somebody will... Uh, I, I could look in the book and see who did it, but I don't want to. And you don't know. Lou then Vega. Who? Lou Vega. Lou Vega, that's right. Lou Vega. Mambo number 5. Boy, that, that was like... Um, what was that other one that they played in the, in the ground? Macarena. Ugh. Same thing. Into the ground. Over and over and over and over. Who did Macarena? Who cares? Exactly. Besides Al Gore. Kenny Grammer says, Starland Vocal Band Afternoon Delight. I think that's on here, is it not? That would be embarrassing. Afternoon Delight. Maybe it's not on here. Somebody, I think somebody else mentioned that, but it's not on. I mean, we can only have like 45,000 songs on this list. He's got the whole world in his hand. Little Lori London. That song really was annoying. Remember it? Yeah. Annoying. Aggravating. Not suicide-inducing. There are were, were very few songs in that category. That's a good poll someday, by the way. The most suicide-inducing song, Last Kiss by J. Frank Wilson. Isn't that, wasn't that the guy? Yeah, and later redone by Pearl Jam. Oh, God. Morbid and depressing. 384 votes on the poll, and so far, number one again, just like when we did this 400 years ago, Wall of Doodoo by Mexican Radio leading the way, 53 votes. Chicken ass. Rogers. Now, here's another exciting offer from Video Treasure Chest, just in time for Bernie Capel's birthday. The Love Boat was about life on a romantic cruise ship, but the pilot episode featured a ship that wasn't nearly as nice as this lost classic shows. Hi, I'm Julie, your cruise director. Welcome aboard. Shut up! Yeah, shut up! I hope you aren't going to make us do anything stupid! Yeah, I'm stupid loud! We're charades! Oh, I hate that! Stop it, boy! Boy, is that blow? Screw you! I need a stupid job! Is there a problem? Get the stupid! Hey, who's the bulky? Hey, lick me. I load this ship. Yeah, well, I load you. Oh, shut up. Yeah, shut up. The original pilot for the love boat, the Loathe boat, can be yours for just $19.95 in local video stores. Video treasure chest. We've got rooms of this crap. 1131, it was ship, he said, by the way, with a P. Um, Gordon Ean was a hockey player, says Blackie. Go away, Blackie. Have a nice day. Go away. Enough. Didn't I say I'm sure he was a hockey player? Yes, you did. And oh, the original Macarena was done by uh, Los Del Rio. Los Del Rio, yeah. Sucks. Terrible. Bill says, my favorite one-hit wonder, come on down to my port, baby. No, it's come on down to my boat. And it says, or is it boat? Yeah, Bill, it was come on down to my boat. Who did that? 
I can find out. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, what I really meant to say was... Go ahead! Yeah. Bill Parsons is actually Bobby Bear, who had a handful of hits in the mid-60s and a bunch of country hits in the 70s. He was one of Mike Ranieri's favorites. Regards, Mickey Mantle's liver. Now, that's bad. Come on, on down Mickey. to my boat was Every Mother's Son. Every Mother's mother, Son, right. 1968 or 9, I would say. Am I right? Uh, where I'm at, it doesn't say. Oh, well. Who cares? Oh, and here, here's a, a list. 1967. Close, and the board goes back. Manny from Kendall. Go away, Manny. You bother me. You just I'm just deleting some of these people. It says, it wouldn't be my pick, but Gary Newman Cars is definite one-hit wonder. Says yeah, Scott. I agree with that. Do you agree with it? I wouldn't vote well, for it, but... No, I wouldn't either. Because <laughs> the full question is, the best one-hit wonder. Well, we're getting emails like crazy here today. Just 80 zillion. A trillion. And I bet you we'd be getting a trillion calls, too, if for the phone work, but it doesn't. Soon. Soon what? The phone will be working soon. Soon rhymes with someday in June, although he didn't say which June, what year. Oh, P.R. Ralph is very clever, very amusing. He says, the song by Johnny Fontaine, I Have But One Heart. He sang only once, so that makes him a one-hit wonder. Or the one by Frankie Pentangeli, Pop Goes the Weasel. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was funny. Poor Frankie was getting so frustrated. Johnny Fontaine. I have one. And Connie was quelling from uh, the fact that Johnny Fontaine was singing her. Of course, uh, Johnny wound up, he got the part in that movie, you know. Remember Johnny Fontaine? Oh, yeah. If you don't remember Johnny Fontaine, there's a line in here somewhere. Although I do like this one. My offer is this. <laughs> Nothing. Right. <laughs> that, that's like that thing about uh, somebody says, how's the thing coming with the summer? Or have you talked to Norman about the extra days in the summer? Yeah, there aren't going to be any. My offer is nothing. You can act like a man. What's the matter with you? That was Johnny Fontaine. Al Martino playing a really half-baked crooner, which is what he was, Al Martino. He was no Vic Dana, though. I loved Vic Dana. God. Gordu says, good morning. We got an offer on our house so we could finally be moving out of the South Florida hellhole. We countered, so we're waiting to hear if they accept or counter our counter. Wish us luck so we can move from this dump and go to North Carolina. Why, why does everybody want to go to North Carolina? What's, what's George uh, obsessed with North Carolina? I don't know. And all these other people. I've driven through North Carolina. It's not a place where I would want to live, I'll tell you that. No. Too many goyam. Anyway, Robert says, I will definitely listen to your show on the Internet, or else I wouldn't have moved. Not... And then he's got a poem. F. Joe Bell, he really smells. Tell fat boy to go to hell. Well, it rhymes anyway. <laughs> a little hostility there, Robert. If that phone rings today and it's him, I'm, I'm taking your advice. I'm not going to answer it. I'll let him leave a message. He just goes out of his way to be annoying. And he thinks he's going to get to me. Do you, do you think he's going to get to me? No. He's not. 
Robert says, I think the definitive 80s one-hit wonder has to be Dexie's Midnight Runners with a great song, Come On Eileen. It wasn't a great song, but it was uh, one of the big one-hit wonders of all time. Yeah, but you know what? what? On VH1's like best songs of the 80s, it was number one. Yeah, that's what I said. But that's, yeah, that's way off. That song's not number one. It's okay, but not number one. Says the song was a huge hit in the early 80s, and the group was never heard from again. So we better get it on there. Come on, Eileen, by Dexie's Midnight Runners. I'm on I'm really shocked that it wasn't on the poll the first time. Because if it had been, it would be on there now. Because it seems to me, and and George used to get really upset when I would do these, because then I'd get the discs out, you know, and play some of the cuts. I got it here somewhere, Come on, Eileen, but I don't want to. I could play it, but I don't want to. I don't want to hear it. A sconce, by the way, is a small wall light usually found in halls or bat rooms. And Kenny Gramer sent me a picture of a urinal with ice, enough ice to sink a battleship in it. Now, that's over the top. Over the top. There should be just like a little ice down in the bottom, you know, where they have that little blue, um, what would you call that thing? Like a cozy. What would you call that little thing they put in the bottom of a urinal in in a public place? I think they call it a urinal cake. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. I know what you're talking about. No, these are like little blue cloth, plastic plastic things, not cloth, plastic. Oh, yeah, like the uh, screens there to stop yeah, stuff from screens, going down. Yeah, screens, P-screen. That's it, a P-screen. Percy in Miami Lake says, I heard you say that disco came to an end when someone smashed a bunch of disco records and made a trendy to hate disco. No, I didn't say that. I said that was a part of the whole movement. I sure wish someone would have the balls to do the same for hip-hop. It promotes illiteracy. Well, there you go. Maybe you can run a big promotion on that at the at the what used to be Joe Robbie Stadium. Mm-hmm. At, at what was it now? Land Landmark Shark. Land Shark. Oh, that sounds really good. Lone Shark Stadium. <laughs> run a big big promotion there and just burn all the uh, hip hop. My Sharona by the Knack was a huge hit. I don't like it, but I think it would get some votes. Says Phil. <laughs> My I like that song. My Sharona. Mm-hmm. Now, don't we have a bit, Joe Carroyo? I'm sure it's to that. Uh, I'll find it. Joe Carroyo. Yeah, there it is. Told you. WQAM. It's my three sport holes. Starring Greg Reed as Uncle Greg, Mo Howard David, Kelby Geldersleeves, and Gay Carlo. Princess, you. What's going on here? They're teasing me, Uncle Greg, and I have a big day tonight. All right, both of you, cut that out. Now I want all you kids out of my kitchen. All right, uh, yo, Mo. Yeah, boss. Would you give me a haircut? Sure. Thanks. Right now. 
Yeah, I'm delivering this $50 million check to Mark Rocky Rakikiko to help put us out of business, you see. Put us out of business? That don't make sense. Well, life gets boring and... Oh, never mind. Yeah, I know what I'm doing. Now cut my hair. Okay, boss. Uh, what's that noise? Oh, that's uh, Geldy drowning in a bowl of soup. Well, can't he swim? Ah, let him die. Mo, what's this sticking out the side of my head? That's your ear. I could cut that off, too, if you like. Oh, yes, that's it. Joe, cut that out. Whatever you say, pal. No, that's a three sport hole. Only on 560 WQAM, your community-minded sports whorehouse. Haven't played that in a long time. Much too long. 11.45 at 5.60 WQM. I haven't uh, looked at that schedule for today to see if there are any new names on it. I don't do think, think there is. No, I think it's uh, normal. It's pristine. Oh, it's normal? Well, that's not a good thing. we got the big O oh. from 2 to 4. Always rock solid. Mad Dog at Nova 4 to 7. And then after that, it's uh, downhill. Dolphin Night 7 to 8 with the wooden Kimba bow camper. And then 8 to 11, DA Show with its oh. share. With its oh. point. Oh. What's the point? Oh. Well, what's his story? Not sure. I mean, is he working for free, too, like you, or what? what's the deal? He's working for practically free. Is he really? Yeah. How do you know that? I hear things. Yeah, I know you do. They they talk to you. You know where all the bodies are buried. Nigel says my pick for best one-hit wonder has to be Hot, Hot, Hot by Arrow. Oh, talk about annoying. Yeah. That's another one they did for an ad campaign for Channel 4. Mm -hmm. Hot, Hot, Hot. Remember that? Oh, unfortunately. It says, I've probably heard that song in at least six different languages. Well, isn't that great? Is that exciting or what? This comes for the net. He likes to move away from that goal now. Still being pressured by Brian Marchman. Gogger turns away from him. Still controlling the puck. And shoots it behind the goal to Lemieux. Who takes the biscuit. Lemieux turns around. What's he going to go with it? Smith is on him. The Penguins dazzling people with the moves they're making. Look at Lemieux dance with that puck. Mario near side. Maloney shoots it. Glove by goaltender Hasek. And he holds for a face-off. Wow. Hockey intensive, baby, because it's really compelling, even though nobody in South Florida cares about it. They wouldn't know Jacques Martin from um, Freddie Martin. No. From Billy Martin. He's still dead, by the way, Billy Martin. Yeah. Nasty guy. Eddie Murphy, my party, my girl parties all the time. I don't think so. Eddie Murphy? Ask me a singer, okay? Oh, that was a horrible song. Yeah, and he's a horrible singer. Yeah. Also, it says, so did you talk to Norm about those extra summer shows? There aren't going to be any summer shows extra. Trust me when I tell you. I might give them one. You might you might tell them if they get bent out of shape over the fact I can't work on Friday. You, uh, I might give them one and give them that day back, like in the summertime. You following that? Mm-hmm. Well, they might want it back, you know. Oh, gee, he missed eight days in April, and he oh, he's always sick, and he's always taking off to do stuff, and blah, 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 yeah. Too bad. Here's the um, here's the uh, lowdown on the uh, ice in the urinal. Okay. It says, as the ice melts, it serves to slowly flush the urinal and also cools the urine to prevent some from rising during use. Hmm. To, or to prevent smell from rising during use. Oh. The ice may also provide entertainment to patrons as they urinate. Oh, yeah, it's very entertaining watching it melt. Power prospecting. I just got a, a fax. Outbound call center. Call Emily. 
I'm not sure which is the most annoying to me. I guess calls. Because calls, you got to get up off your ass and go run to the phone, you know. Oh, gee, this is so-and-so calling from a direct buy, and we want you to buy a whole bunch of crap. Go away. Telstar was by the Tornadoes. 1962 instrumental performed by the Tornadoes. Wah, 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 wah. You remember that? I do. It was the first single by a British band to reach number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. It was also number one in the U.K., eh? Hmm. I bet you didn't know that. I did not. You won't hear about that on the damn uh, La Bastard show. The record was named after the AT&T Communications Satellite Telstar, which went into orbit in July 62. The song was released five weeks later on August 17, 62. It was written and produced by John Meek and featured a clavioline, a keyboard instrument with a distinctive electronic sound. <laughs> Telstar won the Ivor Novello Award and is estimated to have sold at least five million copies worldwide. Wow. This novelty record was intended to evoke the dawn of the space age, complete with sound effects that were meant to sound space-like. A popular story at the time of the record's release was that the weird distortion and background noise came from sending the signal up to the Telstar satellite and re-recording it back on Earth. Sure. It's more likely the effects were created in Meek's recording studio, which was a small flat above a shop in London. It's been claimed that the sounds intended to symbolize radio signals were produced by Meek running a pen around the rim of an ashtray and that the rocket blast off at the start of the record was actually a flushing toilet, I wonder with ice or without, where the recordings made the sound exotic by playing the tape in reverse at various speeds. <laughs> Telstar, you're a swell star. 1962. I was in Boston when that came out, listening to Bruce Bradley on WBZ. Boy, those were the days. Hmm. I used to like Junior Walker and the All-Stars. Yeah, Shotgun. Yeah, great tune. But they had another one that was even better than that. Junior, I've got it here somewhere. Shotgun. That came out in what, 19, I want to say 60... I have no idea. Five or six, probably? I would just be making a wild guess. How much does it take to win your love? What was it? Am I, is that the title, or am I making, butchering that? Da, 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 da. I got it here somewhere. Cleo's back? No, not Cleo's back. Oh, okay. Come on, Junior Walker and the officers. You, you can do better than that. Aren't you Googling it? Well, I have a list of all their hits. Well, let's hear them. Their only number one was Shotgun. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, they had another number one, which was, uh, what does it How take much? to win your what love? What does it take to win your love? That's the one I was talking about. Come on, Neil, you can do better than that. And they had a number two hit called, Gotta Hold On to This Feeling. Sure. <laughs> Junior Walking the All-Star is a great group, but what's that got to do with One Hit Wonders? I don't know, just like that oh. song. Oh, let's just uh, name a bunch of songs. <laughs> <laughs> You can't get any more compelling than that. Oh, there's that loser Mike Keenan behind the uh, Chicago bench. Pittsburgh 6, Chicago 5, and one of these two teams is going to call a timeout right now, I believe. Well, started off high scoring. Yager scored a minute 37 into the uh, contest. Nobody did call timeout, so they are... The Book of Love by the Monotones, I Wonder, Wonder, Whom, Ba-Doo-Doo-Whom. That's a great song, and it's, I, I agree with that. Get it on there right away. They okay. never had another hit. Am I right? I believe you're right. 
I'm positive I'm right. The Book of Love by the Monotones. How about I'm Torn Between Two Lovers by Mary uh, McGregor? The worst song of all time. I can't live if living is without you. Whenever they play that song, it's time for Russian roulette. Says Jovan. Oh, Jovan. Oh, no. Not Jovan. Remember the uh, lame tune, Toy Soldiers by Maritka? That was Pierre Joyce. Yeah, it was. And so why are you sending it to us? Th this is what they're doing now. Just, just naming songs, including a lot of bad ones, too. The Knack had a second hit, Good Girls Don't. Good Girls Don't. Good Girls Don't, but I yeah. do. Yep. The melody was used in your bit, Girls Don't Fart. Stay compelling, it says. Yeah, that's right. Don't put the knack on there. Do you already put it on there? Yeah, too it's, late. It's too late. Too late. The knack. And somebody got three votes. That's because they like that song, My Sharona. Joe Carroyo. Uh-oh, this game's almost over. Fred Sutter. Penguins lead 6-5. Groening for the puck. Into the Penguins in. Dance around one man. Shoots it, but he missed the net. 13 seconds left. Trottier golfing up. Lemieux's got the puck, and he can't get it out. Right in front of Flexen. Oh, what a save by Marasso. Right up the play and move. Goulet right in front. Five seconds to go. Loose around to the far corner. Two seconds. The Penguins are going to win the Stanley Cup, I believe. Stelio shoots it. Block. The Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Well, good for them. Talk about living in the past. All these franchises, although they're, you know, they're in it again now. Dolphins. Dolphins live in the past and the make-believes. Oh, my God. Living in the distant past. 1967. That's what? 42 years. Wow. 42 years, not only since they won a Stanley Cup, but since they actually were in the finals even. 42 freaking years. Hmm. Foxy, get off. You know that song? Never heard of it. No, but I added Everlast what it's like to the list. What about... This song was a huge hit. Was it really? Could have fooled me. Well, you ever heard the song Jump Around? Yeah. This is the uh, lead singer of that band, A House of Pain, when he went solo. That's enough. Oh, here's the fake Jeff Rimmer. Says the melting ice... Acts as a slow, continuous flush. Ice cools the air around the urinal. Cool air sinks, which serves to contain the smell. Cold discourages drain flies. It says, fun to melt helps users aim better and compensates for poor male sanitary habits. Ice in the urinal. We'll leave it to Rimmer to come up with that. He probably likes it because you don't have to pay any extra for it. <laughs> I don't know, but during the break, I'm going to run down and throw some ice down in the QAM urinal. Yeah, throw some ice down there, okay? In fact, just go to Jolly Joe's orifice and throw some, uh, about two, three pounds of ice on his ass. And then you're an Well, here we go again. Yeah, and then pee on This is Coach Don Schuler, and I sound like Bob Hope on acid. And I want to tell you, it's the 12 to 1 hour, or whatever it is. All right. I smoke two joints in the afternoon. It makes me feel 
560 WQAM. Happy uh, Tuesday to you, whatever day it is. And this is one of the worst emails in history. All right. Haitian James says, I'm the greatest Meryl Streep fan, so to me, her performance in Doubt was average. Really? Whereas you are just starting to appreciate her talent. Her performance in Doubt was average. My ass. Well, didn't she get nominated for an Academy Award for that performance? In Doubt. Yeah. No Doubt. Says, if you want to see a great performance, watch Sophie's Choice 1982, probably the greatest performance ever by an actress. Please add Le Freak by Chic to the list. Okay, well, that tells us a lot right there. Mm-hmm. Le Freak by Chic, says Haitian James. Her performance in Doubt was average. Oh, my God. Now, that's like sacrilege. She was so great in that movie that there are no words to describe it. Spectacular, phenomenal. Compelling. When you say her performance was compelling? Yeah, it was great. More compelling than this damn oldies uh, music show we're doing today. One Hit Wonders. I bet you they don't think this is too compelling, you know? Now, if, if, I, if I wanted to take the time, well, I, I could still do it. I can crawl around on the floor here or go into my drawers and find all the, the One Hit Wonder discs. I got them. And play like little bits and pieces of some of these. 
Remember Bits and Pieces by the Dave Clark Five? Not that they were one-hit wonders. No. I like them a lot, Dave Clark Five. Yeah, they were good. In fact, the British Invasion, everybody, you know, the Beatles this and the Beatles that. The Beatles were sensational, but there were a lot of other good groups in there. The Searchers weren't bad. Lies. That's the QM theme song. Lies. Here's the poll so far. 400 and some odd votes. How many we got? 449? Which of these one-hit wonders was the best? I guess Eric wasn't listening when I asked him about what the date was the first time we did this. A poll number 626. Which of these one-hit wonders was the best? 626, Eric, have you got a date for me or what? Can you ask him that in the little box, in the little chat room? Okay. Yeah, Neil wants to know what the date was of poll 626 when we did this turkey the first time. Well, anyway, it was the same result in the top two. In fact, the top three. Wall of Doodoo, Mexican Radio, has got 58 votes. Climax, Precious and Few, 38. Alicia Bridges, I Love the Nightlife, 25. Bobby Day, Rock and Robin, 23. Anita Ward, Ring My Bell, 21. Ace, How Long, 21. Pretty much the same uh, group, although you added the Toadies in Possum Kingdom. That wasn't on there the first time. That's got 20 votes. Tony Basil, Basil, Mickey, 20. Oh. Oh. Silhouettes, Get a Job, 17. Digital Planets, Rebirth of Slick, Cool Like That, 15. The Waitresses, I Know What Boys Want, 13. I Know What Boys Got. Soft Cell, Tainted Love, 12. Lori London, he's got the whole world in his hands, 12. Bow, wow, wow, I want candy, 12. Undisputed Truth, Smiling Faces, Sometimes, 11. Dan Lears, One Summer Night, 8. Martin Page in the House of Stone and Light, 8. Blue's Image, Ride Captain Ride, that was good, 7. Oh, and you know what? Now, it wasn't a one-hit wonder, but it was a two-hit wonder. If I can find it. The Crying Shames. Boy, they were just sensational. It could be we're in love with the Crying Shames. Remember that? Probably not. No, not really. And what about Up on the Roof by the Crying Shames? When this old world starts getting me down. Better than the drifters. Oh, I know. You can't say that. That's sacrilegious, Neil. The drifters are on the hall of shame. Who cares? Okay, where'd I leave off with this crap? Blue's Image, Ride, Captain Ride, 7. John Paul Young, Love is in the Air, 7. Didn't that sound like Paul McCartney? I always thought it was McCartney did that song, Love is in the Air. Yep. And it was John Paul Young. Saigon Kick, Love is on the Way, 7. Yeah, they're from Mas- Fort Lauderdale. What? Saigon Kick was from Fort Lauderdale. Well, who cares? Oh. Mazzy Star, Fade Into You, 6. Jody Reynolds, Endless Sleep, 6. Jody Davis, Jody Foster. Bananas Foster. Mm. Mm. Positive K, I Got a Man, 6. The Knack, My Sharona, 5. But then we found out they had, what was the other one? Girls, Good Girls Don't? Yeah. I Gotta Play Girls Don't Fart. Doesn't have any fart sounds in it. Don't panic. Damn it. Norman Greenbaum, Spirit in the Sky, 5. Biz Markey, Just a Friend, 5. Corina, Temptation, 5. Concrete Blonde and Joey, 5. Marie Wilson, Telephone Man, 5. Gene Knight, Mr. Big Stuff, 5. Sly Fox, Let's Go All the Way, 5. Edwin Collins, A Girl Like You, 5. Green Jelly, Three Little Pigs, 5. Dexy's Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen, 4. We ended that late. 
I can't can't believe we didn't put that on the first time. Well, once upon a time when we did that pull, it was in there because I remember playing it. Yeah, it had to be. Shinehead O'Connor, nothing compares to you. Four. Blur, song two, three. Robin Luke, Susie Darlin, three. He was a little spastic, I think. Robin Luke. I never saw him though. That, that's that's one of the things I love about those uh, Time Life infomercials, you know. Is you get to see recording artists that you never saw them before. And sometimes you see somebody and you always thought that they were black and they turn out to be white or vice versa. Mm -hmm. Loonies, I got five on it, three. Loonies? Loonies. Delight, Grove is in the heart, two. Grove is in the heart? What does that mean? Oh, it's Groove. I misspelled it, sir. No. Billy Parson, All-American Boy, two. KWS, Please Don't Go to The Monotones, Book of Love, I Wonder, Wonder. Uh, Everlast, What's It Like, One. Red Joe and Manhattan Spiritual, Only One. That's a shame. And none yet for free movement. I found someone of my own. Art and Dottie Todd and Chanson d'Amour and Joe Public, Live and Learn. None. How many did uh, Chanson d'Amour get? Four the first time we'd done this. And Red Joe and Manhattan Spiritual had three. Maybe the audience had better taste back then. I don't know. Did Eric give you a date yet of what poll number 626 was? No, not yet. Oh. Maybe he's eating three or four lunches now. Could be. George always hated these music polls. I, I don't know why. Do you hate him? No, I don't hate him. <laughs> I mean, if you hate him, you can say it. I'm not going to get all bent out of shape. No, I tell you. I don't hate it. My Lovely Horse by Father Ted and Dougal was a huge hit in the late 1990s. Represented Ireland in the Eurovision contest. Well, whoopee-doo, I never heard of it. Did you ever hear My Lovely Horse? No. Oh, it's it's Rainy Men by the Weather Girls. That's a good one. They never had another hit, right? <laughs> Not that I know of. What are you laughing at? Poll 626, July 1st, 2002. So one month and seven years ago. Or one month less than seven years, right? July 1st, nine, uh, 2002. Okay. That's compelling to me. The fact that Eric came up with that date. boy, Eric. Aren't you impressed? Very. Seven years ago. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how many votes we get on this, because back then, back in the day, seven years ago, we had 800 and 852 votes. Now, I have no idea how long I left it up, because the trick I used to play to goose the total up is a lot of days I would change the pull like at 10.30, 10, 11 o'clock, and then leave it on overnight and the whole next day to goose up the total. 463 we got right now, so we'll just leave it on there until we get a whole bunch of votes. Then we'll say, look at that, we got more people listening now than we did seven years ago. I mean, the fact that they're all 100 years old, we can't help that. Everybody gets older, right? I don't know anybody that's getting younger, do you? No. Wouldn't that be great if you were born like at 100 and you kept getting younger and younger? But you'd have to stop at a certain point, you know, like... 25? Yeah, 25 would be good. No, 20. 18 would be good. 18 would be a good stopping point. Well, did you see that Brad Pitt movie or no? The what movie? The Brad Pitt movie where he starts old and gets young. No. It's supposed to be pretty good. Came out, uh, I think it's 2009. What about that other Brad Pitt movie I mentioned the other day? Nobody uh, has seen it. Yeah, th this is the new deal on the show. Every day, practically, I mentioned a movie that I saw the night before, which I thought to be pretty damn good, like Nick of Time with Johnny Depp, and nobody saw it. Well, Blackie, I guess, finally was the one person that saw that. And The the Lodger with Philip Baker Hall, 2009, this year. It's not like it's 100 years old. It's this year's movie. Nobody saw The Lodger. That's a honey, Junior. I'm too sexy for my wove. Too sexy for my wove. Wove's going to weave me. 
Case of Benjamin Button. Yeah, that's Kenny it. Gramer uh, emailed that. And what? That's it. That's a Brad. That's Pitt the movie you're talking about. Brad Pitt, born old, ages in reverse, taken from a story by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Kenny says pretty good, but not great. Would you agree with that? Pretty good, but not great. I haven't seen it. Now, what's the movie Brad Pitt was in when he was like about I don't know eighteen, nineteen, where he was like the his brother was that the goofball? California. <laughs> no, no, no. California oh, um, was good. True Lies. No. True romance. No. Dang. He was like a track runner in high school or something like that. Oh, I don't know. And his brother was uh, Schneider. What the, what's that kid's name? I'll find out. Yeah, Google uh, Brad Pitt and you'll find the movie. Boy, he sure looked good back then. I mean, all these people that think that Brad Pitt right now is... Brad Pitt, if you see a close-up of him, man, he's got... His, his face looks like the moon that's got so many craters on it. He was ripped, distance, though. He, who? He's ripped, R- though. Ricky Schroeder, that's who I'm thinking of. He was in the movie with Brad Pitt. Really? Okay. And I can't stand Ricky Schroeder. You can't find it? Yeah, he's I'm looking. That. Nope. Then he was in that movie where he was one of the Fisherman Brothers there. What, what the hell was the um, kid with the pushed-in face that played the brother? Was that True Lies? True Romance. No, not True Romance. True Lies, that was the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, my God. You wouldn't catch me watching that for all the money in China. Foxy's song, Get Off, was a Miami super hit that was played in all the clubs every night. The band was local. If you get to listen to it, you remember it's great. Four of the five members of the group left Cuba, arrived in Miami in 1959. Percussionist Richard something or other is the son oh, Richard Puente is the son of Tito Puente. It said when Casey and the Sunshine Band were on tour, Foxy became the house band for Miami's TK Productions. Oh, speaking of KC, do you know that uh, I did a show, I think it was on Zeta, from my house in Jacaranda? And KC was in my house on the show. He really? brought some, speaking of bad complexion, he brought some pimply-faced teenager in there, you know? 
But at any rate, Casey, Harry Casey, how's it going, Harry? Now, see, there's a good example of how disco did not suck. No. Boy, Brad Pitt did a lot of movies. Has yeah. done a lot. What's the one I'm talking about? I'm not sure. The track star? Uh, not Cool what? World. No. Um, Johnny I mean, Swade. What is it? Across the Tracks. That could be it. Who was in that? Let me Who? see. Ricky Schroeder. That's it, Ricky Schroeder. No. Bad movie, but Brad Pitt looked really, really... Here's one that says, who played Kay in The Godfather? Ed wants to know. Oh, Ed, if you don't know, then you ain't no Godfather person. Diane? You know. Keaton? Right. You had to ask? You know, Diane Keaton and Pacino, when that movie was being filmed, had a thing going. Did you know that? No, I did not. Well, I saw on the uh, biography channel, I saw the bio of uh, Pacino. Man, I'm learning a lot today. Yes, you are. Educational show. Not compelling, but oh! educational. Can't have everything. I don't think the music shows are compelling. Especially when we're talking about music from 100 years ago, you know? Well, what's the most recent song that we've got on this poll? The most recent song? Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, I, I don't want man. you to go up and down the whole list, but, I mean, just give me one that's, like, in the last 10 years. Well, so. I would say Everlast was around 2000, maybe. Really? What it's like, yeah. Blur song oh. 2, probably 98, 99, around there. Because most of these are, like, from the uh, 60s and 70s. Thank God we don't have any from the 50s. I would say Toadie's Possum Kingdom was, like, 92, 93, around there. Well, that's not so bad. You don't have to be more than 100 years old to remember that. Hey, and it's got 20 votes already. Well, that's you. That's all you. Because that wasn't on the first time. July 1st, 2002, it wasn't on there. Well, that's, that is scintillating to me, the fact that we got the date from that. Stephen Pompano says, if you haven't seen it, I recommend the movie Adaptation for you to try. I told you, you got to see that movie. It has really great performances by Streep and Nicolas Cage, who normally I can't stand, but in this movie's fantastic. I can't stand him either. No, but Very, you know what? I'm not a fan either. You will like this movie, and you'll like him in the movie. Very entertaining plot with lots of surprises. I like Nicolas Cage. I'm you telling you. should live so long. You will. What's, you'll like it. Adaptation. What's it about? It's about this guy that goes into the uh, Everglades, and he finds these uh, flowers, and he thinks that these Indians use them for rituals, and it's like a hallucinant drug, I guess, and him and Meryl Streep become addicted to it, and she's an author, and he's a screenwriter, Nicolas Cage. It's got a weird circle and connects to all these people. It's actually a really good movie. Huh. He plays okay, two parts. He plays, he plays twin brothers. I wrote it down, but if I watch it, then nobody will respond to it. Then I'll say, oh, what, we don't know what you're talking about, just like that neighbor movie with Rod Steiger. Alex says, where is George? I listen when I can on the net. He was great and very entertaining. We left South Florida a long time ago. Well, George got canned for budgetary reasons. And Flea is here, and uh, Flea doesn't make any apologies for it. Flea goes over every afternoon to George's house, leaves a little bag of money on the doorstep. Here's one that says, good afternoon, Neil. Heard of you for many years. Never listened because I had a job. Finally began listening back during the Cecil to Diesel Collins break-in fiasco. Never turned you off. Born and raised in Miami. Schooled in Gainesville in building construction. I actually moved back to Miami for a couple of years. Oh, he lived also where I used to live. Horizons, 107th and Kendall. Between Sunset and Kendall Drive. Horizons. Having developed all types of construction projects, mostly commercial for many years, and yet those empty high-rises are some of my work. I myself moved to North Carolina, Lake Norman area. It's just north of Charlotte, 
before Halloween 2003 to develop residential land my parents had bought. My parents had moved back to North Carolina in 1994 after many years in Kendall. The biggest reason that most people moved to this are as follows. One, wow, boy, this is long. Do you want to hear all of it? Sure. Compelling. They hate what their former hometowns have become. Crowded, expensive, taxed out, maxed out, and generally not what they grew up with or moved to way back when. And there's lots more to come. Well, we were out on our first date after eating at a Mexican cafe. While we were driving in my car, she let one go that almost blew us both away. like that uh-oh right there at the ass end oh i'm sorry i had a feeling that there was a little one of those at the ass end and then we got almost all the way to the end well i hit my thing and how about you it sounded like a raspberry to me oh okay nigel says the reason why no one's responded to your movie suggestions is because we're all waiting for you to watch shawshank redemption so we can all chime <laughs> in well guess what hold your breath now <gasps> inhale i'll let you know when to exhale shawshank redemption my ass i got it in there somewhere I had a feeling uh, that, that, you know, because the girls don't fart thing goes way back. It predates Joyce by 100 years. Hmm. So I just had a stinking, a sinking feeling. Mulder says Al Pacino's best role was in the movie Heat. Robert De Niro and Val Kilmer in the flick also. Hmm. Best Hollywood shooting scene ever. Hmm. His best role was in Heat? No way. Better than The Odd Father, parts, the original one and part two? No, not even better than Dog Day Afternoon. Attica! Attica! Hoo-ah! Yeah. Hoo-ah! That was his worst role ever, I would say. Hoo-ah! Did you see that? Son of a woman? Yeah, I did. Oh. Talk about overacting. Lame. Yeah, that was one of those Makeup Academy Awards. 
Yeah, that, that's right. They made up for all the past uh, transgressions, and they gave him an Oscar for a really garbage performance in a really crappy movie. Talk about over the top. I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor for the poll, somebody says. What do you say? Okay, I like the cake version better. Do you? Mm-hmm, but I'll add it. Like Michael said, the K in Godfather 3. Cake? I, I just, I don't understand it. Whoever, whoever was involved in writing those stories knew nothing about diabetes, at least Godfather 3. Well, they knew nothing about dialogue either. I was thinking last night how great it would be to kill Eli Wallach with your bare hands. Or maybe with a couple of cannolis would be good. The worst acting performance in history, Eli Wallach in Godfather 3. Even Sophia, dead, dead, even she was better. And she was tragic. This uh, guy from moving to North Carolina, this thing is so long and so ponderous. I mean, you talk about not compelling. If I, if I read this, it would be the end. And then he says, Cherokee Casino is 100 miles from my doorstep for the degenerate crowd. Well, good for you. Good for you, G. It's just it's too long and ponderous about, you know, the cost of land and taxes and this and that. It goes on and on and on. You know? Now, let me ask you this. Okay. Did that raspberry get on the air or not? Because that would tell me whether this thing is working now or not. I don't know. Well, I, somebody would tell us. I heard it in the headphones, but I don't know what that means. No, because you're hearing what's coming from this board. Right. Don says, Uncle Neil, love your show in spite of QAM. The movie adaptation was based loosely on the book The Orchid Thief by Susan Orlean. Mm -hmm. It tells the story of a colorful character named John LaRoche who wanted to poach the rare ghost orchid from the Fakahachi Swamp. Right. Am I saying that right? I don't I sure know. hope so. Sounds of right. Of course, the swamp is protected land, and the orchid is federally protected. Big court battle with him, the government, and the Seminole tribe who own the land. Good book if you like to read. No, I don't. Thanks, Don and Miami. I don't have time to read stuff. Poll suggestion. The last place I want to die in is blank. <laughs> with a list of... No, I don't want to do any dying poll. That, to me, that's not compelling at all. Death polls, you know, like... I'm dying over here. You think that's compelling? That one, not so much, no. Oh, here's here's my favorite... Uh, seeing is ever seen. So I've come to this ring to see who's spot. faster on the Internet. I'll be using the 3G AT&T laptop connect card. He won't. So oh, yeah, and what's this thing with the Joe Rose and Andy Roddick? What's he got to bug up his ass about Andy Roddick for? Andy Roddick's a great player. Oh, because he has such a fag crush on, um, what's his name, Federer. Uh, Roger Federer, oh yeah. my God, obnoxious and ugly. Yeah, see, I'm not going to use Man Crush anymore because I hate it, so I'm going to use yours. I'm going to use Fag Crush. Yeah, he's got a Fag Crush on... Uh, how, how? Boy, talk about bad taste. Roger Federer is uglier than my ass. And I think he's a little... Gay. Do you really? Yeah, I do. You know who I think is a little... Gay. And I, I mean, he probably isn't. Who's the other one that just lost the other day for the first time in 8,000 matches? Rafael the, Nadal. Yeah, the Spanish. He's strange. He's definitely in that category of people who just got off the ship. He is bizarre. You don't think? He's a little strange. He's got huge arms. I hadn't noticed. 
<laughs> All you married hetero guys. Oh, he's got huge arms and gigantic biceps, and he's got a really big Rectum. ass. But I mean, just like disproportionate to his body, though. Kind of like yeah. Michael Phelps, where his arms are like super long. Yeah, another, another spaceship guy. I, I bet you they all came in on the same spaceship. And also, what's her name? Susan Boyle? She definitely was on that ship. <laughs> She's in the nut house now. Did you see that? She should be. She's in the... No, the people, the people who have been pushing her over on... Uh, foisting her on a world are the ones that belong in the nut house. Yeah, that's him. Or the people who have been buying it. I dreamed a dream. Oh, I'm crazier than a bed bug. Wow. It's a crazy world. And let me let me just repeat something I've told you once or twice before over the years. The media is sick and needs help badly. Yeah, and we need uh, protection from them. Oh, Alonzo, you're so big. Well, here's the bad news. The raspberry got on the ear, so this thing isn't working again. And never has been, I guess. Really? The good news is this bit doesn't have any of those sounds. Trust me. So don't get all panicky. Don't get nervous and jerky, please. Would they curse my name? Yes. If I farted in heaven, would I stand the shame? If I farted in heaven, would the raunchy smell? Just thinking about this place. So let me ask you, how do you know it went out over the air? Because I've had a whole bunch of uh, emails uh, saying it not only was it on the stream, but it was also over the air. Oh, okay. Raspberry. Hmm. Maybe it was a poison berry. Could be. Yeah. Let me let me say it to you again. Just just make a mental note of it, and you probably want to write it on your script sheet too. This square yellow button is as useless as boobs on a frog. Got it. Boobs on it does a nothing. Dog. Okay. Boobs on a flea. 
Tracy says, Adaptation is an excellent movie with an excellent score. You should trust Flea and watch it. Highly recommended. I got news for her. I don't trust anybody the way this place is going now. <laughs> can, can you believe that? No. I mean, talk about the height of irresponsibility and neglect. Neglect. And this guy's going to call me and give me a seminar on compelling radio? Jesus, God. Somebody needs to give them a uh, seminar on compelling engineering. Should we test it again? I can count no, to ten let's and not. you can try it. Well, what do you mean by that? Like, I'll count to ten, you hit your dump, and we'll see if it goes over the air. Of course not. Because I know this isn't working now, so why would I want to do that? Okay. That would be intentional. That would be like frying my own ass. The Curious Case of Benjamin Button is one of the worst pieces of crap I've ever seen, Tracy says, in my life. Technically, it's great. The costume design, cinematography, sets all superb. The filming of New Orleans throughout the years was honest and beautiful. Kate Blanchett is Brad Pitt's love interest. Oh, God. He pines for her, but she couldn't care less. She just dances out into traffic, gets deserved,ly run over. She didn't look before doing a pirouette into the street, and her ballet career abruptly ends. Then when she's depressed and wants to feel pretty again, oh, when did that start? When did Kate Blanchett ever get pretty? Brad is good enough for her. I can't believe people think this is a great love story. She's horrible. Not to mention Mia's as the day is long. She looks like a pile of crocodile crap. Then there's this recurring theme of a hummingbird showing up all over the place, including outside a window of a high-rise in New Orleans during Hurricane Katrina, hovering outside a window in a hurricane. It is so much like Forrest Dump, you'll throw up all over the place, avoided at all costs. The curious case of Benjamin Button. Good to know. I thought you said you liked it. I uh, know. I said I'd never seen it. Oh. Then how did you know what it was about? Well, I saw the trailers for it. No. You saw it in a trailer? Yeah. Back in Tampa. Robert Smith said, I don't want to read about the raspberry. It makes me sick to my stomach. One Hit Wonders, Into the Night, Benny Mardonis. You say, hmm? what do you say? Never heard it. Into the Night by Benny Mardonis? Maybe if I've heard maybe if I hear it, but I don't know it by the name. Oh, my God. Google it. If you bring it up, can't you play it like you did that other stuff you were playing? Yep. Like Wall of Doo Doo? Into the Night by Benny Mardonis. Here it is. On Q56. Yeah, you better give me a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. Why, you got that slow computer in there or what? Oh, I think I found it. Into the Night. You never heard of Into the Night by Benny Mardonis? What? Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard it. Yeah, that song sucks. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that. I didn't say I liked it, but I, everybody's heard it. That's about enough of that. Oh, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Let, let's play uh, That Girls Don't Fart Again. Bob says, an all-time favorite, more today than yesterday by the Spiral Staircase 69, I believe. That's correct. Also near the top has to be Looking Glass with Brandy and Sugarloaf Green-Eyed Lady. Sorry for so many suggestions. I'm your friend in the Keys, Florida Bob, whatever his name is. You want to put any of those on there? It's up to you. Sure. You're the pullmeister. You're the one handling on that end how much you want to stick on there and where you want to stick it. Okay. How many votes we got, by the way? 500 and some? 515. Wow, that's pretty impressive. It's not even 1 o'clock yet. And George Corso is checking out your dump button. No, seriously, tell him it doesn't work. Yeah, okay? he's, he's looking doesn't... into it. He's what? He's looking into it. Yeah, look into this. 
Here's one that says, I know you like fire by the crazy world of Arthur Brown. No guitars in that song, only organs and brass. Wow, is that captivating? That, that is compelling. Not. One Hit Wonders. Here's a list. What did I say about people that send me lists? Oh, my God, a list. Good list. Got some good stuff on there, but I'm not even going to tell you what they are. How do you like that? Just out of spite. Just because I'm a nasty, evil guy. Oh, here's Baron Fitz's back. He says, I figured out why I heard Defoe yesterday. There seems to be a Bermuda Triangle of radio waves in this one area of Oakland Park. Your show was coming in loud and clear. Well, that's unusual. And then, all of a sudden, the same doctor show started coming in, in crystal clear for about three blocks. Anyway, uh, I'm an ass clown, says Baron Fitz. Well, whatever. I don't know. Do you understand what he's talking about? I don't. No, not a really. Bermuda Triangle of radio signals here at Defoe. Well, first of all, Defoe is on 640 in the morning. He's not on when I'm on or in the afternoon or any other time. Uh, who knows? The the tokens. Well, somebody's trying to say the tokens, and he spells it T-O-L-K-E-N-S. The tokens. Mark from Coconut Creek. Mark, go get an education. Go back to grade school. The lion sleeps tonight by the tokens. Remember that? Yeah, unfortunately. Six, 61, 62. Oh, I hated it. And they played it over just incessantly. Pretty soon you had lions coming out of your ass. Tracy and Kendall, I cannot believe you. She's, she's the second one voted for this song, and when you hear it, you're going to gag. You're going to puke. My vote for the poll is Sugar Sugar by the Archies, my favorite. Hmm. Oh, Tracy, I'm so sorry. Did you know that Neil Sadaka was in the tokens? No. I didn't either. Neil Sadaka was in the, to the tokens? Yep. yep. Tracy says, finally watched Doubt last night. At first glance, I wondered if Merle could pull it off. And wow, I was disappointed with the ending, though. I agree with that. I felt it was anticlimactic, like No Country for Old Men was. But you were spot on as usual about Merle. Have a great day. You too, Tracy. And dump that sugar, sugar. There, there really was no such group as the Archies. Remember that? It was like a, a studio band that they put together. Mm -hmm. There was no such group. Sugar, da-da-da-da. Oh, my God. Horrible and annoying. Not just a bad song, but annoying. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. John says, M by Pop Music and Video Killed a Radio Star by The Buggles. I don't think you're going to put either one of those on there. I could be wrong, but I just have this feeling. Stephen West Tampa says, well, what, what's West Tampa? West Tampa? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's out in the boonies. How can it be out in the boonies? I mean, west of Tampa is the um, like Brandon. Gulf. Yeah, the, no, west. Brandon. Yeah, west of Tampa would be in the in the middle of the Gulf. Yeah. Brandon is east. Last time I checked, Brandon was where they had that old Cow Palace uh, hockey rink when the uh, Lightning first came to town. Mm -hmm. I went to several games in that uh, joint. Oh my God! No, that was like at the a, uh, fairgrounds. Yeah, with like a circus tent over it. Yeah, it was over horrible. the hockey rink. Yep. And, boy, the Lightning were so bad in those days. I'd go any time the Leafs played there in Tampa, I'd go, and the Leafs just pound the crap out of the Lightning. It was great. With a, with a big blue circus tent over it. And then they played in that other arena where um, the, the seats were, like, right behind each other and not, like, uh, graded. You know what I mean? And this one game I went to, and this lady with this big beehive hairdo was sitting in front of me. I couldn't see a damn thing the whole game. Because the seats were, like, directly behind each other as opposed to, like, on a tilt, you know what I'm saying? Like in an ordinary arena? Yeah. That's Tampa for you. 
And aren't they playing now? Isn't the hockey team like in the baseball stadium? No, it used to be in Tropicana Field, but now it's got its own arena. Oh. Steve in West Tampa says, how about Whitebird by It's a Beautiful Day? While your webpage was down, I read your biography on Wikipedia. Ranked 15th in most influential talk shows. Yeah, that was a long time. That was BJ before Joe Bell came to town. You're so much more than just another pretty face. Keep the laughs coming, says Steve in West Tampa. Keep them coming. No extra charge. Dave in Vegas says, do you remember I Love You by People, 1968 and Capitol Records? I sure do. That was a good song. Remember that? Yep. Sounded like it was recorded in somebody's basement, but it was cool nonetheless. I agree. Also, Ma Belle Ami by the Dutch group The T-Set, featuring indecipherable French lyrics. Keep on rocking, says Dave in Vegas. I uh, hate My Belle Ami. It's a horrible song. Ma Belle Ami. Um, ah, um, pa, um. Like uh, Rick Riley. Um, pa, um, pa, um, pa. Um, pa, um, pa. I'm not big on um, pa, um, pa. Are you? No. So what's uh, 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 Cortis doing about this situation? Corso? He's standing right behind me, ready to uh, test it. You said... I call him Cortis? Sorry, yeah, George. So. He's ready. Standing by. Standing by for what? The break. And then what are we going to do? We're going to test it during the break? We're going to potchkey. Oh, you're going to do it on that end. I don't have to do anything here? I don't think so, no. Thank God for that, because this intercom doesn't work on this end. I already told you that. We have some issues. No, not a big deal. Jim and Boynton says, how about this one for the pool? That one-hit wonder band, the Cascades, and their one hit... And he's got the wrong name. Listen to the Rhythm of the Falling Rain. That's not it. It's called the Rhythm of the Rain. Rhythm of the Rain. It's a great song. Cascades. You want to put it on there? It's a great song. Sure. Do me a favor, though. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to work, but hit your dump button. Okay. What happened? I don't know. He's looking now. It didn't. doesn't look like it dumped, no. <laughs> <laughs> it made a weird thing in my headphones, though. What did it do? It, like in my headphones, it goes... <sighs> Oh, I like that. You want me to do it again? Sure. Oh, right there. Did, did it happen again? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. It'll keep you on your toes anyway. Thanks. Great. Hello, this is Arnold. This is not a tumor. It's the one to two hour. And the preview says it will tell us what those crop circles mean. Were they made by humans or maybe by some little man? So what happened with our test there during the break? How did it work out? Um, not great. 
you don't have a dump button still right now, so I'll have to dump from here. Uh, it's, you're, the signal's coming, so it's definitely something within this building, so you're okay. But you don't oh, have a dump how, yet. How unusual that it's something in that building. <laughs> how unusual. Stephen Kendall says, Adaptation is a pseudo-intellectual piece of dreck. The director was supposed to make a movie from the book The Orchid Thief, another piece of crap. He didn't know how to, so instead he made a movie about a director who can't make a movie about a book. Mm -hmm. The movie is terribly inaccurate, pedantic, and takes a great deal of license and wasted way too much of my time, says Steve. I can't stand Meryl Streep or Nicolas Cage. Both are egregious overactors. <laughs> oh, egregious overactors. Not just overactors, but egregious as in... Like that. Yeah. How about best instrumental song for a future poll? For me, it would be a toss-up between YYZ, Rush, and Frankenstein, Edgar Winter. Hmm. So Steve's already got the next music poll going. Edgar Winter is a weird guy. Yeah. Nice haircut, though. George Ann says, don't mean to be chronic today, but did you ever see the movie Train Spotting? El Paso, George Ann. You never saw I'm that? Absolutely not interested in watching a movie. I watched part of it until it got to the part where he sticks his hand in the toilet, mm. and at that point I said, "No way, not for me." I'm not. I'm not squeamish. I'm not queasy. I'm not prudish. I'm not uptight. I don't want to see a guy fishing around in the toilet. <laughs> it says, "If you like good soundtracks, check it out on Amazon." I'll pass. I have it in the other room, train spotting. It was highly recommended by George, and I'll pass. Yeah, I like you, that movie. You, you, you do like that movie? Yeah. You and McGregor. Yeah, well, good luck to you. So, so what are we doing about this uh, situation here? Is it going to? He's working on it. Okay. What about Snatch? Well, Did you like Snatch? I beg your pardon. The movie Snatch. That's a Guy Ritchie I, movie. I think I've seen it. Brad Pitt's a boxer, kind of. He's a fighter. Oh. He's Irish. Chris and, Chris and Jupiter says Everlast should be removed. They had a huge hit with Santa Monica in the late 1990s. How first, can a Macarena not be included? What? First of all, that's Everclear, idiot, not Everlast. Yeah. Yeah, how do you like that, Chris? You made a mistake. You made a mistake. Nah, 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 nah. All these people just sitting there pouring over the pool every day to find a mistake in spelling or in something. Everqueer? Mm hmm. Finally, how about Brandy by the Looking Glass? Had to be a number one hit. Didn't we put that on there? No. Well, why not? I will. Looking Glass, Brandy. You're a fine girl. At any rate, that was a great song, Looking Glass. Boy, those were the days, late 60s, man. Late 60s, there was some really, really ass-kicking music. Not lately, though. Is there any music now? I don't, I don't hear mm -hmm. any. There's some. I don't hear any. Now, I would, I would take a chance and turn on... I'm not going to do it. I, I would take a chance, but I'm not going to do it. There you go, Brandy. On an orange label, I don't remember. Maybe it was roulette. Could it have been roulette record. Russian roulette record. I was going to say I could put on like one of the 85 MTV or Much Music channels I have here, but I'm not going to do it because you never know what what word might pop up there in some of those uh, oh, rap. Yeah. You know. Well, a lot of the, the good rock songs. bands are uh, coming out of Canada now. I beg your pardon? A lot of the really good rock bands are coming out of Canada. Like Rush? Like uh, Nickelback, Finger Nickelback. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. That's a couple. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. A lot of the movies, they're not making in L.A. anymore because it costs too much, so they make them in uh, Canada. 
I can't believe that nobody has seen The Neighbor with Rod Steiger. That is so disappointing. I'm not, I'm not saying it's one of the great movies of all time, but it's a movie that you, you want to see. you got an hour and a half of spare time, like on a weekend or whatever, pop it in there. Now, didn't you say you're getting it from Netflix? Yeah. Now, now let me ask you this. Not that I need it. I need it uh, like a hole in the head. Because mm-hmm. I've got 85,000 uh, movie channels, and I've got uh, on-demand, all that crap, and, and 50 million DVDs. But how does that work, Netflix? Basically, you can set up an account to get one, two, or three movies at a time, and you go onto the computer, you put the movies that you want, they mail them to you, you watch them when you want to watch them, when you're done, you mail them back, and then they'll replace it with whatever on your list. So in other words, any movie that was ever made, they've got it? That's what I love about it, because you can go back and like look at old movies, You can get they have a lot of documentaries, a lot of foreign films, which I like. It's, it's a great service. So in other words, you can go online and get the list? Yeah. Well, get the you. You said you're getting the next day or two. You're getting the neighbor. Yeah, I'll have it by this weekend. Well, good. And I don't want you to be disappointed because I'm not giving it a big build-up. Like, oh, gee, this is one of the most intriguing. It's it's good. In fact, of the three movies that I mentioned, Nick of Time with Johnny Depp, The Lodger with Philip Baker Hall, and that one, and that one's the best. And nobody has seen any of them, evidently. But you got to watch, uh, what's the one everybody's trying to get me to Shawshank. watch? Shawshank. Shawshank. Shawshank, yeah. When I first came to QAM, there was a kid named Jason Blausbog, who was one of the sports nerd kids. And he brought me a, a tape, a VHS of Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. And he kept bugging me. Have you watched Shawshank yet? Shawshank? Shawshank? No. Shawshank? And I think it just got to the point where I became, like, hard-ass about it. I just, you know, if you if you push me too much, I'll go in the other direction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, Joe? Al says, considering your knowledge of music, I'm shocked you left these three no-brainers for your poll. He's shocked. Signs by the Five-Man Electrical Band. That's why I just played that. Wildflower by Skylark. And a song that I love, Journey to the Center of the Mind by the Amboy Dukes. You like that song? Mm, I'd have to hear it. Real psychedelic. A lot of phasing, you know. And then it says, plunge your guts out. I might just do that this afternoon. I might go and plunge my guts out. Why not? Dave says, come on, Signs by the Five Man Electrical Band. Awesome song. You putting it on there? Signs? Yes. Signs, stop signs, yield signs. Mickey was pretty PO'd about that. Brian says, a song that I just despise one of Stan Major's all-time favorites, The Lady in Red by Chris DeBerg. Lady in Red. You want to put it on there? It's up to you. Yeah, but he kind of had a hit with uh, Don't Pay the Ferryman. Okay, like I said, don't put it on there. The fake Patrick Kane says the greatest one-hit wonder of all time needs to be on the pole. Darude and Sandstorm. Oh, I got it here somewhere. Just a lot of uh, techno noise. Randy in Tampa says West Tampa is primarily the Spanish section of Tampa. It's near the the area near Raymond James Stadium. Oh yeah, that'd be Del Mabry. Yeah, I, I know where the stadium is. And I know Del Mabry, but how can that how can that be West Tampa? The stadium is more like in the middle. Yeah, and a little south. But definitely more east than west. You, you wouldn't say? 
Sure. I mean, Westdale maybe is out there where Godfather's used to be. No, not Godfather's, Shakey's. Shakey's Pizza used to be out there. Oh, man, I used to love Shakey's Pizza. Wasn't that great? Yeah. Boy, the good stuff, they all go out of business. I don't know why. Shakey's, you know what I'm talking about on Dale Mabry? Yeah, absolutely. It was around... Absolutely. Right out there on Westdale Mabry. Yeah, we used to go there after Little League games. Really? The Dow's up two and a half points. Not too much going on there. Not, not too much cooking today on the cash side. How's this poll coming? Very much like the one we did seven years ago. Now, that's shocking. If we've lost all the audience, how come we got the, so, so much similarity here, huh? 544 votes on this turkey so far. Which of these one at Wonders was the best? Wall of Doodoo, Mexican Radio, 64. Climax, Precious and Few, 39. They were the top two, and in fact, the top three, the top four are the same. The top five, the top six. And then you had to go ahead and put the toadies in there. Don't you find that bizarre? Yeah. Wall of Voodoo, Climax, Precious and Few, Alicia Bridges, I Love the Nightlife, Bobby Day, Rockin' Robin, Anita Ward, Ring My Bell, Ace, How Long Has This Been Going On, and Tony Basil and Mickey, 22. That's the top two, four, six, seven. Oh, wait a minute. I'm on, the, I'm on the wrong list. <laughs> I'm just looking at a copy of this list. That's sad. Well, no, Walla Doodoo was number one. Climax was number two. Alicia Bridges was number three. And there's a couple of them twisted around, but it's the same bunch. Mickey, how could anybody like that song? How could anybody claim to like it, much less admit it? Hey, Mickey, 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 you're so fine, you're so fine. I mean, that, that's a song to kill somebody by. Wouldn't you think that's like murder music? Um, yeah. Song to kill people by. This is the five-man electoral band. This ain't Mickey. No. This is signs. Stop signs, yield signs. With a little Dumb jam. Sign. little jam session before they start. Yeah. Before they start opening their mouth. Don't you? They don't I like him any better than that. Yeah, I like the uh, Tesla version of that, too. It was really good. The five-man electrical band, like I said. They don't make him no better than that. So what's the story on that movie that you told me was so great? You said be sure and watch it, and everybody says, boy, that sucks. Just one person said it sucked. Everybody adaptation, else said it was good. Yeah, adaptation. adaptation. Everybody said, oh, my God, are you kidding me? You could you could spend that how long is that thing? About two hours, maybe hour and a half, two hours? I'll find out for you. You could have more fun for those two hours chopping your fingers off with a with a switchblade. Oh no! Jeez. Grab my junior, honey. Here is an scars line. 
we go dump that well like i said it's a good idea to go back and play these oldies but uh, you know you never know what's in any of them did you do it yeah also here you go adaptation an hour and 54 minutes chris cooper won best supporting actor won the academy award let me ask you again did you dump that yeah oh okay did it work? Yeah. How do you know it worked? Well, my end works. I could positive? hear the click. Sure? I could You're hear the click. Absolutely positive? I could hear the click. Okay. Go ahead. Adaptation. Oh, there you go. I was just saying, it's an it's a hour and 54 minutes. And uh, Chris Cooper won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. He's good. Great. Well, I'm happy for him. Yeah. He's a good actor. Sam in Boston says you'd be happy to know if you don't already. The Amboy Dukes featured a young guitarist by the name of Ted Nugent. Any vote for that song is the top one hit wonder is a vote for a crazed, gun-toting, right-wing rednecks. Sam wants to make it into a political thing, you know? Yeah, he was the guitarist. It was his first group. But nevertheless, it's, uh, you know... Does that mean we have to disqualify it because um, Ted Nugent know. was in it? Let's pass it by the panel. What do you say? Did which, you put it on there? Which one was it? The Amboy Dukes, Journey to the Center of Your Mind. You didn't put it on there. No, either. not yet. I'm getting to that Oh, one. good. Don't put it on there. Then. Don't? Okay. Because Sam will get all bent out of shape, and he'll pass it by the panel. 565 votes on the pool. Kicking ass. Oh, Something in the Air by Thunderclap Newman, says Judy and Margate. She says she's an actual living and breathing female listener. Well, thank God. Mulder says, did you like Al Pacino's role in... S-I-M blank O-N-E. Simone? Simone? No. Didn't see it. That was one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> oh. I put it up there with, like, Howard the Duck and stuff like that. It was terrible. Here's one that says, did you watch the movie The Notebook? Ha, 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 did you? It's good. No, I did not. You watched The Notebook? No. What is it? That's the one with Jeff Bridges. It, I watched about 10 minutes of it, and I turned it off. What's it about? Oh, it's a love story, and she's got Alzheimer's. Somebody's got Alzheimer's, and it. it's it's sappy and it sounds bad. sounds depressing to yeah, me. Yeah, it's terrible. See, when I watch a movie, I, I want to be entertained. I don't want to be depressed. Like last night, it was entertaining. It was a chiller thriller, The Lodger, Philip Baker Hall, and a bunch of people I never heard of. A 2009 movie, but I guess these people are busy watching uh, Shawshank over and over again. Not that I'm going to talk about watching movies over and over again, because I've watched that movie. The, and just in the last few months, I've watched The Neighbor about five, six times in its entirety. Rod Steiger. You, you watch it this weekend, and you'll say, you know, it's not that bad. 
Vince says Nick of Time was great. The Lodger was great as well. Here's a guy that's seen both of those movies. How do you like that? All right. He says, I just put wrong side of the tracks and the neighbor in my Netflix queue. It says, I don't care if uh, Brad Pitt has craters in his face. I'd never kick him out of bed. But the curious case of Benjamin Button blows. <laughs> Love you, Neil. Thanks for the movie recommendations over the years. I really like your taste in movies, says Vince. Hey, Vince. You fairy. He never kicked Brad Pitt out of bed. He was good in Seven. I like that movie. Yeah, Seven was good. What's in the box? What's in the box? Well, and Kevin Spacey was great in that movie. Yeah, Kevin Spacey's usually great, like in Glengarry Glen Ross. He was and, great. Uh, what was the other one, The Usual Suspects? I don't think I watched that. You haven't seen The Usual Suspects? No, no you I've seen The see Unusual that. Suspects. No, I have not. You have to see that. Get the chalk! Hey, get the chalk! Put me on the Cadillac board! <laughs> There's one of those drop-ins in here that needs uh, bleeping also. Well, how great I mean, was an actor? Uh, how great was uh, Jack Lemmon? One of the all-time best. For sure. He could be funny. He could be sad. I mean, he had yeah. all kinds of range. The movie that nobody has ever seen that was really sensational, if, you're, uh, in, if you have issues with the Catholic Church, like some of us do, was, um, I can't think of the name of it. Charles Durning was in it. You know, big fat Charles Durning, mm -hmm. who was in When a Stranger Calls? Mass Appeal. That was the name of the movie. Well, what a memory, huh? Mass Appeal. You see it? I don't believe so. Well, put it on your Netflix thing. If you like Jack Lemmon, you'll love it. I hated Yugoslavia. <laughs> That's a good line. It would have no significance to you, but nevertheless. Charles Durning, there's an underrated actor. When a Stranger Calls. Remember him waddling after the, uh, cra the crazed murderer in When a Stranger Calls? He was waddling through the kitchen. See, maybe I'm a little skeptical or cynical or whatever, but I just, like Cannon. I love Cannon, and I loved, what's his name that played Cannon? What was his name? Ugh. He was um, on Gunsmoke on the radio. He played yeah. Matt Dillon. I can't believe I've forgotten his name for just a minute. Big, fat. But I, I just have a trouble believing in big, fat detective guys chasing these crazed uh, lunatics down the streets and through the kitchen and, uh, you know, down to Rosemary's house. And Charles Durning does that in When a Stranger Calls. William Conrad? William Conrad. See, you Googled it. You cheated. Didn't you love... Uh, now, now, George hated William Conrad. And I, I don't think he hated him, but he hated the show because he didn't like cop shows. Well, he was good up until you got to uh, Jake and a Fat Man. Oh. Jake and a Fat Man. And wasn't he also in Nero Wolf? Didn't they try to do a TV thing of Nero Wolf? Yeah, I think so. With the daffodils and the pansies and all of that. Oh, my God. God. Was, there was another Conrad that my mom loved uh, from Baba Black Sheep. Elmer Conrad. He used to drive in Hoosier Park. No. <laughs> no, this guy was in the TV show uh, Baba Black Sheep. Baba Booey? Yeah. I think Conrad? Was, I think oh, Robert was, Conrad. Robert Conrad, yeah. My mom yeah, used to love him. Yeah, he was a good-looking guy. So your mom had the hots for him? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. Now, was that before or after she fell into the toilet? <laughs> Around the same time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you're listening to Neil Rogers. Oh, my God, your breasts are beautiful. Ricky, 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 Everybody talk about Ricky, 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 Ricky,
boy. Oh, let me take a look at the security monitor. Anything to do with sports? No, oh, just a lot of buildings burning and carnage. My car's okay, though. Oh, go back to the phone. Ricky, 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 Some serious uh, difficulties, I'll tell you that. 132 at 560 WQAM. So evidently, um, most of that word got on, but not the L-E. Right. Right what? How do you know that? Because I dumped it. You don't understand. The dump is supposed to go back like, you know, uh, several seconds, 30 seconds. Well, what are we operating on? Are like about a half a second delay now? Well, what's the story? We're at a 20-second delay. So so then how come how come part of it got on if you dumped it? Well, I'd have to hear it to dump it. I don't know. I don't know. But George is working on the dump right now. Well, good. Now, what just happened during during the break when you said hit it again? What happened? He's trying it because he has it disconnected, but he can see when you're hitting it to see if it'll actually work. And he's working on it right now. Well, you've been telling me that for the last hour. I guess it takes a while. Robert says, just saw The Reader, great movie with lots and lots of nudity, male and female. It stars Kate Winslet, who seduces a much younger man, takes place in late 50s Germany. Had some good plot twists always. You might enjoy this one. The Reader. You seen that? No. I never heard of it. The and Reader? Kate Winslet. Oh, I'm not a big Kate Winslet fan. I don't know about you. Yeah. She was okay in um, there's something of a spotted mind. I forget, with uh, Jim Train Carrey. spotted mind? <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tim in Miami says, Flea's dump button did not work. I clearly heard the blah, blah, blah. Engineering comes through once again. Well, they're all over uh, Corso there, you know. We're on it. Are you on it? Well, at least they stopped with the number one uh, one-hit wonders. Jesus, God. Oh, Michael says, and, and Michael is full of it. Remember when we did the thing about the best male singer? Mm-hmm. And I could look it up because I can go back in the history. I mailed you the other day to add Justin Hayward on your poll for the best singer. You did not. Well, guess what? Yeah, we did. Justin Hayward from the Moody Blues. I know he had at least two votes. Remember? Yeah. I'm a little PO'd because, to me, he's the best man singer from the Moody Blues. Question is, is one of the best songs from them? Please play a bit of it and add, add it to your poll. Well, what does that mean, is one of the best songs from them? I don't know. The poll is about the best one-hit wonders, okay? The Moody Blues were certainly not one-hit wonders. No. The best Moody Blues song was Go Now. They had a whole bunch of hits, but Go Now was outstanding. Wouldn't you agree? I was not a huge Moody Blues fan. You don't like Go Now? I don't like the Moody Blues that much. I'll be damned. Well, Michael's going to be really depressed. Yeah, and I hate Steely Dan. Oh, me too. Oh, are we out of gas? Pseudo-intellectual crap. Pseudo-intellectual garbage. Kathy says you played a song by the Crying Shames earlier. Can you say the title again? Hmm? Yeah, I can say, say the title and play a little bit of it again. It could be We're in Love. I also played a little bit of Up on the Roof by the Crying Shames. Anyway, can you say the title again? I just did. I'm trying to find it. All I can f come up with is something called Please Stay or that Beach Boys song, Wouldn't It Be Nice? Thank you so much. You're welcome, Kathy. No extra charge. What, what does Wouldn't It Be Nice have to do with the crying shames? 
or please stay. I don't know. Anyway, here's a final rundown. I don't want to read them all. I'll just do the ones with double digits. Okay. 570 votes on the poll. Which of these one-hit wonders was the best? Not which uh, song was the best. Not did we like the Moody Blues a whole lot, which uh, Flea did not. I'm, I'm just distraught about that. Communista, communista. I'm, I don't know whether I'm more distraught about this square yellow button here that looks like a decoration now, like on a Christmas tree or a Hanukkah bush. Might as well be, I guess. Wall of Doodoo by Mexican Radio. There, there's something wrong with that. How, you know, you get the feeling that they freaked it seven years ago. And Jeepers Creepers, here come the Freepers again. Don't you find it a little, I mean, it, it's, it's not a, like a real popular song. Unless, unless I'm out of the loop, you know. They tell me I'm out of the loop. I'm an old fart. What year was that, Wall of Voodoo by Mexican Radio? I'll look it up, but I'm going to guess probably like 88, 87, but I'll look. So 20-some 20, uh, 20 years ago. Anyway, Wall of Voodoo's got 65. Climax, Precious and Few, 39. Alicia Bridges, I Love the Nightlife, 30. Doi, 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 doi. About 30, man. Bobby Day, Rockin' Robin, 26. Ace, how long has this been going on? 24. 1983. See, there you go. 26 years ago. Wall of Doo-Doo. Anita Ward, Ring My Bell, 23. Tony Basil, Mickey, 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 22. Horrible. The Toadies, Possum Kingdom, 20. Silhouettes, Get a Job, 19. Digible Planets, Rebirth of Slick, Cool Like That, 19. Norman Greenbaum, Spirit in the Sky, 18. Soft Cell, Tainted Love, 16. Bow, wow, wow, I want candy, 16. I'm only reading the ones with the double digits or we'll be here till midnight. Waitresses, I know what boys want, 16. The Knack, my Sharona, 13. Dexie's Midnight Runners, come on, Eileen, 13. Lori London, he's got the whole world in his hands, 13. Blue's Image, Ride Captain Ride, 12. Undisputed Truth, Smiling Faces, sometimes 12. The Dan Lears, one summer night, 10. Oh, that damn thing came and popped up again. <laughs> Saigon Kick, Love is on the way, 10. Those are the ones with double digits. How come now you're a computer uh, maven? <laughs> okay. Uniblue, speed up my PC. Every once in a while, just out of nowhere, this thing pops up uh, huge. I mean, I just got rid of it, but where does that come from? I don't know. A wormhole, maybe? Sambo says, when you played that old version of Signs, the word ass blank definitely made it to my radio. Tell Flea he needs to brush up on the old dump button. Maybe George could sneak in for a segment and show Flea how to time it. Better luck next time, says Sambo. Well, good news, though. We just found out the problem with your dump. Yeah, what's that? It was a broken wire. A broken wire there? Yes. On that end? In the brand new building? Uh, yeah, go ahead and hit it now. Yeah, what happened? Well, I just got that sensation in my ears, but... Well, you've been getting that all along. <laughs> Other than that, I don't think anything... Well, I'm not going to say some word and then try it. No, don't do that. Oh, Terry says the word went out over the streaming. Well, there's no dump on the streaming, which, by the way, they're finally getting really concerned about that. There sure as hell ought to be. Not from a not from a four-letter word standpoint on the Internet, because there's no censorship of, of language, but from other, other standpoints, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like slander or libel. Now, that, that's right. Things like that. All of these things. All of these things. things. But anyway, if you hear it on the Internet, so don't worry about it. That was up 18.62 point. Oh, here's somebody who represents Al Unser Jr. Wants to have him as a guest on the show. What do you think? <laughs> okay. Rebecca says, I'm listening online, and of course, the uh, word. 
I hopefully he's trying not to get you in trouble. He won't uh, seem to answer if it got on the air. You won't seem to answer. What does that mean? I don't know. He doesn't know. Okay, he, he's not. He's not monitoring off the air. He's monitoring through the board. We don't have the ability to monitor off the air, do we? At least I sure don't. I don't know. No. I think during the break I'm going to go take a humongous Joyce, and that'll clear my brains out. It says the Jim Mandich sounds like McGruff the crime dog. The Jim Mandich. <laughs> well, what does that mean? <laughs> If he ever lost his job at QM, he could look into being the voice of McGruff, the crime dog, for the TV and radio spots. Neil, do you, do you have the Addicted to Bud song available on your website for download? No, I do not, and we will not. I'll play it in a minute. And here's somebody who says, yeah, thank you, Mr. Obama, for that strong American dollar. And I say amen to that. Ninety-two cents on the loony. It's enough to drive me loony. <laughs> It's just these guys, Nick and Suds and whatever the heck it is, and the people I call in, they're just like them, like that they were on the, uh, what do you call it, the weeds, and they're high, and they're, I mean, it's terrible. For years that I've been look at listening to 610, and, and this here. Absolutely. You like the bone. But there's no smoke, it's time for your first soak. You're upset, no wake and bake, no bugs exist, not even shake. You can't feel, you have to leave, you go out to find weed. Your money's tight, you can't see another Jolly Joe. Real comedian. He sends me another text message. Oh, I guess I'll wait till tomorrow to call you. We'll have new numbers to talk about. Okay. Every day he's going to be texting me. You know what? You can call me all you want, Jolly Joe. I will not be answering. As per your buddy Flea's instructions. And I added another song to the poll that I can't believe we missed. And what's that? Modern English, I Melt With You. That was huge. You don't know that song? Uh, never heard of it. Here's one. Dorothy from Miramar says, I know it's late, but did anyone vote for a little green bag by the George Baker selection? No. That's one of my favorites from my childhood. We spent hours trying to analyze the meaning. Also, looking at the list reminded me of the time you said, It's raining men should be the national anthem. Yeah, why not? Sure as hell beats the star-spankled banner. It's raining men. Is that on there? Did we put it on, the weather girls? Yeah, it's on there. Good. How's it doing? Five million votes? At least. We got 586 votes. What what was that? That was the beginning of uh, modern English. Weather girls got a vote. It's raining men. Wall of doo doo. I, I I just don't get it. And I don't remember doing this the last time because it's seven years ago. 
I don't remember this because if I if, if I would remember, I'd think you know something's wrong here. That's the greatest one-hit wonder of all time, "Wall of Doo Doo" by Mexican Radio. See, I think this song is better. Never heard of it. Well, it sounds a little bit better when Orlando's not singing along with it here in the studio. <laughs> oh, the Big O is singing? Rock the big o. solid. Yeah. Rock Afternoon solid. Afternoon Delight. Singer. Like, uh, vocal band. Oh, he said Afternoon Delight. Yeah, what about it? Add that to the list. We already had somebody say that. Oh, we did? Yeah. I may not Anyway, Jeff it. said, Jeff has put himself in charge of the polls now. This guy is just bitching and moaning and papa papa papa. He says, I'd like to recommend if somebody's got a group to suggest first, if they don't know, look it up. Looking Glass had another top 40 hit with Jimmy Loves Mary Ann. Close the poll so your listeners aren't continually humiliating themselves, says Jeff B., who's the self appointed maven on the polls. He's the expert. Hmm. Pervert and the expert. Ron says, I agree with Flea. In addition, new Blu-ray players like Samsung's allow Internet connections and direct downloads from Netflix. Great, like on-demand, but with a bigger library, says yep. Ron. Absolutely. I'm not going to go out and buy a Blu-ray uh, Blu player. Everybody's trying to talk me into buying one. Well, what do I need it for? As somebody I know would say, Doctor Hoban. Darren in England says, just a quick note to say that in spite of Jolly Joe, I can hear you loud and clear here in Leeds, England. Leads. Yeah. I'm 24. I've been listening for around six years. Now I'm enjoying the show as much as ever. Fleet has a long way to go yet, but is doing a heck of a job so far. I do miss George, though. Keep on fighting the fight, Neil, and cod swallop to Jolly Joe and the rest of the Beasley douche nozzles. What is cod swallop? I'm not sure, but there's a good oh, new that... band from Leeds called the Kaiser Chiefs. They're talking about new music. They're cod good. Cod swallop. That, that might be something gross. You might have to check that button again. Okay. Oh, and guess who? You'll never guess... Oh, and what a horrible selection, too. Eddie Murphy featuring Rick James' Party All the Time. No, I'm not putting it on. I don't no, care. No, don't. And guess where this came from? Inside the building. Oh, my God. He emailed yesterday. Joe Cruz. <laughs> Joe, just let me down, man. Oh, does that explain a lot about that piano music? Wow. Boz Florida, who I thought was a pretty intelligent guy up till this moment. Sugar, sugar by the Archies. Which Tracy also said, sugar, sugar. I mean, how is that possible? Anybody could even like that song. Can you even relate to it? Can you imagine it? No, because it's so horrible. Hyman Rath is back. He says, it's true about the humper being on Waxy. The LeBastard Show is using two bits. In his sports updates, he says he gave Stu Gods his nickname. And the traffic updates, he says it's raining. Well, that's safe. Lately, that's safe. This one from Rich. Some of these have been sitting in this pile for a long time because we've had 80 billion people with these damn songs. And then we had all that technical uh, amusement. Now, now, what's the story? Is the wire fixed? Yes. So this one here is going to work. Now, what, what, what's the story with the one on your end? No, I, I'm good on my end, too. I think a couple of things were disconnected while he was working on your end. <laughs> oh, always an excellent idea. Go ahead and hit it. Here? Yeah. Okay, I hit it. And? It worked. 
Are you positive? It made the noise it's supposed to make, yep. Are you sure? What, what do you mean it made the noise it's supposed to make? Well, there's a noise that it makes in here in the studio, so we know that it worked, and it made that noise. Yeah. So it works. Rich says, Conquistador was indeed a great tune, and in a million years I wouldn't have been able to tell you who performed it. Thanks for the memories, though the version Flea played for us sounded like a cheesy remake you'd hear on one of those KTEL albums for years back. And on a much more serious note, Oh, I don't want to read the thing about the 11-year-old girls who died from carbon monoxide poisoning. You saw that story, right? Yeah. The mother took the girls shopping when they returned home around 10 p.m. The mother said she couldn't get the car engine to turn off, so she pulled the car into the garage, left the car running, closed the garage door, and put the girls to bed. And they died from carbon monoxide poisoning. It says, as you've alluded to many times over the years, people should be forced to apply for parenting permits prior to having kids. Un Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the fake time jicker reminds me, sports talk on IOD was two hours, 6 to 8 p.m. Defoe and Mandich, Mandich and Zagaki, Zagaki and Sonny, and all of these, and the Humper. All of these things. All of these things. Two hours. Was more than enough. 6 to 8 p.m. And now we got 15 stations doing 24-7. Around this one, 27. And what are we going to do without, what's his name now? Who? LeBron. Mm. 590 votes on the poll. Not too shabby. Oh. Right in Miami Town. Yes. At 560-WQAM. Let's abuse some more prisoners. Make them scream nice and loud. Get me some wires and a battery pack. real bad for you, but tastes real good. Sugar! And what gives you the excess energy to drive mom crazy? Sugar! So, what breakfast cereal will you tell mom to buy next time she goes shopping? Sugar Shockers! Yay! New super sugar-coated Sugar Shockers are little bits of raw cane drenched in honey and coated with powdered sugar, glucose, fructose, corn syrup, and other natural sweeteners. And they Right, because there's no yucky vitamins or minerals to spoil your fun. Yeah! And how does it make you feel? Like I'm vibrating. Ooh. Mommy, let's watch cartoons. Mommy, let's go get ice cream. Mommy, let's play smart. And moms love sugar shockers, too, because inside every box, there's a free bottle of new Flintstones chewable Valium. Yeah! So try new super sugar-coated sugar shockers from your friends at Irresponsible Foods. Bye, bye, bye.